Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. We, I, I misjudged, Owen. I, I thought next week was episode 400, but it is actually this week is episode 400. Wow. 400. <laughs> and I couldn't that, think of a that, better way to spend it uh, then uh, we're going to be talking with Zach in a little bit. Zach Baez, a long-time mm-hmm. friend of the show. He's herping Indonesia. I mean, dude. It's like a field correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> had a, now go to Zach somewhere in a jungle. Zach, what's going on? It's like, you know, yeah. Um, him and Ari, we just send out to go do shit, and then they come back and report. It's awesome. Yeah. And that is Dude, the picture. Have you, you've, you've obviously seen the pictures that he has. Oh, I yes. mean, Zach's a killer photographer anyway. Yes. And then, like, give him, like, gorgeous subjects in beautiful jungle. It's like, dear God. It, no, nah, man. That's amazing. That one, the retick in the water. Oh, uh, no. Nah, yeah. It, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that we could uh get Zach on here to uh to talk about it. Uh and he will be at uh Northeast Carpet Fest, which is this Saturday. We're finally Oh here. my god. The insanity. <laughs> uh can't wait until <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I can't wait until the event that you know the like the the, the, the pre shit you can keep that stuff. Um This but, is the but, calm before the storm. It's like everything's like it's like we're preparing, but nothing's jumped off yet. And it's just like, all right, waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. And then, yeah, then it's mass pandemonium. So, oh, <sighs> shit, man. Yeah. I so, know. um, <laughs> this should be, uh, this should be, uh, pretty good, uh, carpet fest. Um, dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm like right to the wire with the pool, man. I, I almost have it cleared. <laughs> like, dude, I, so I, I don't know if I told this on the show, but like I have, you know, I had this tarp over top of it. I couldn't get this tarp off, blah, 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 blah. Long story short. um, Yeah. About two trash cans full of leaves went into the pool that I had to get out of the pool. (laughs) It's been a nightmare, man. So I, I, I'm pushing hard. I I hate every minute of it. Yeah. Get a pool. They say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Through that, <laughs> and then, and, and you know, and, and this gets so crazy because you know this just goes to show you how some people are today. I there was a guy and he was going to clean my pool every week, and I was like, you know what? I'll rather pay the money. I know it was nah. like some kind of crazy amount of money, right? And I'm just like, screw right. it. I'm just going to go with it. You know, whatever. And yeah, he he hasn't called me back. Like, what the hell, man? I, it's just like, all right, I want to give you my money. But yet, Why won't you take my money? It's like I'm trying to pay you. Speaking yeah. of that, I mean, with my mild panic attack. <laughs> it's like I'm trying oh, yeah. to pay you money. Oh, my God. So, And I, I, and I want to ask. Yes. It's, it's now official. official. Yeah. It's now official. We are going to Python Radio. Northern Territory. We're headed to Australia. Uh, Woo-hoo. Oh my god. The both of us this time. What are we gonna do about the show? We didn't talk about that. <laughs> oh, we're doing it live this... from the campfire, man. Don't throw oh, mess up. around. <laughs> oh dude. We're doing it straight from the outback. 
NPR from the Outback. I'm going to buy one of them little... I'm going to buy one of them little handy recorders. We're going to do it up, man. It's going to be me, you, Keith, Rob, and oh, dude, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Don't worry. Or it will be Don't. one of the worst live shows that we've ever had, followed closely by uh, iCast. So, yeah, either one. <laughs> it can go either way. Um, uh, all right. But yeah. So if you don't know about it, obviously, you know, you must live in a box or, you know, whatever. And uh, what the hell? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, live in a box. It's what the it's hell, man? Oh, my God. I'm just so fried. Anyway, you may <laughs> live in under a rock. Um, the Carpet Fest is this, uh, the Northeast, the OG, is this Saturday. Uh, it's in Warminster, PA. Everything is, uh, I think we're probably going to have the biggest turnout um, of all Dear time. Dear God. The weather it's looks great, nuts. knock on wood. Yes. <clears throat> yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be go. awesome. So, if you're around. On the flip side of that, real quick. <laughs> yeah, 3, 3 p.m. is when it starts. Yeah, if you if you come early, we will make you work. Um, and remember last year, last year Eric had people build a fire pit. So it's not yeah. easy work. It will be hard work. So come at yeah. 3. Yeah. Right. Um, but before we do that, there's also a Northwest Carpet Fest. And yes. we're going to get um, Brandon Wheeler, a uh, good friend of the show. Um, and uh, Brian Cusco, um, he's nice. it's at his at his spot actually this year. So they're gonna come um. on real quick and give us some details. Let me just see. Okay, I don't. Where the hell? No, is they're Brandon gone. At? You. All right, well, we lost Brandon. I don't see him. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> what's going on in the chat? There's all kind of. <laughs> oh my god. I don't. I Riley, what are you doing? It, whatever. No. Get him out of here. <laughs> so you, anyway, <clears throat> so wait. I guess we're gonna have technical difficulties until I get. Uh... <laughs> okay, he says he's there, but. Uh huh. Well, no, listening. Are you in the? <laughs> I don't see your number, man. <laughs> push one. <laughs> you have to push one to get in the queue. Yeah, you're not oh, in my God. queue, man. What yeah, you're hell? not there. <laughs> 400 episodes and we're still amateurs. <laughs> Jesus. Holy it shit, It will never man. stop. Uh, um, anyway, while, while you're doing this, <laughs> um, I will say that if you are still attending to come to Carpet Fest and you haven't gotten in touch with myself or Eric, please do so. If you want to throw in a last-minute donation to the auction, uh, please get in contact with me. I'm getting that everything ready for that. Uh we kind of changed it up again. It won't be a raffle. That was a stupid idea. Morons. It will be a silent auction. So uh, we'll have stuff there for you to place your bids on each individual item. And at the end of the night, we'll announce the winners. Uh, so, yeah, um, we'll see how this one goes. If it goes well, we might keep doing the silent auction because it does also give Eric and me time to, you know, enjoy our carpet fest because, you remember like when the auction was like four items, <laughs> like it was like yeah, man, <laughs> four things and like eight yeah. people. So it was like real quick and everything went for like a buck. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> now that Ian's involved, it's like 762 items. You I know? do whatever. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Whatever. Like, we can't, I already admitted that we can't keep up with what they do down there in the Southeast and we're not even going to try. So, no, it's got yeah, like okay. 15 people working yeah, for good it. Man. Not, what the you hell? know, that's, Give me a staff, please. This way I can yeah. horribly abuse them and you can take them away later. 
Um, yeah, but probably, yeah. probably why we don't get it. All right, I got that's these two right, guys. Let's go. Okay. Let's get them on. Let's get them going <laughs> so we can get back. All right, Brandon, Brian, welcome back to NPR. Yo. Man, how are you guys doing? Uh, I heard you on, guys? fried a second ago. I, I'm also fried, so Brandon's going to try and keep me in line. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to stick to the subject. <laughs> it's good. It's fine. The, we don't. The, we don't the, ever the blind leading the blind. Yeah, it's <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. So Ooh, thanks for having us, guys. Of mean Peter's <laughs> Somebody's uh, getting yeah, it. Yeah, we're just excited. It's time. Okay, go for it. So Northwest. Brian has well, no Southwest. Southwest. You're tripping. California, man. California. Wow. So close. But I did talk to Nick yesterday, and he is putting together a Northwest Carpet Fest for this year. So there will be one at some point. But I have oh. absolutely nothing to do with that. I just know that it is in the works, and it is going to happen. So uh, cool. I'm pretty sure we can look forward to that at the end of the year. But, uh, yeah, so this year we're going to hang out with Brian over at Brian's house. Last year was at my house, uh, which was cool. Uh, it was a good gathering, a lot of fun, a lot of beer, a lot of food. Uh, so I don't want to do that anymore. So now it's Brian's turn. He gets to put up with it. <laughs> yeah, I've been known as a party guy. I let people – people would come and visit me in Hawaii, and they'd stay for like two weeks, and at the end of their two weeks, it'd be time for them to get their flight, and I'd be like, are you sure you guys don't want to just – like stay for another week. I'll I'll pay for the fee to change your flight. I like hanging out with people. That's my point. Okay. Right. I mean, well, then you're the I do have a single carpet python. I've got a single carpet python here too. I've got my token carpet so we can hold down the fort and represent. Nice. Okay. That, that's a that's a must have. Yeah, you need that. So you got to have at awesome. least one. One. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah there, there's, there's one. There's one right there, Perfect. and I believe it's one of Nick's, Nick's line, off of Nick's line through Travis. So, wow, cool. <laughs> All right, so a couple of the details. Um, bring snacks, bring beer. Uh, we, we're not going to really grill or do a whole lot of crazy food. I think we're going to cater it. Uh, we don't know where from or what we're getting yet. It just depends on how many people are like, hey, I'll throw in. So uh, cool. if you're coming and you're down to throw in, I don't care if it's 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks whatever you're down to throw in on, just send me a message, let me know, and then we'll order food accordingly uh, from there. But we're, we'll just have a, a mass delivery of something. So, yeah, snacks, uh, booze, you know, wh- whatever you're going to bring, bring. If, if there's a token main dish that you want us to eat, cool, bring it on. We're not refusing food. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll just be cool if we can get that catered. So uh, let me know uh, if you can contact with me for that. Um we're not we made through a little tiny sure. drill. We made yeah, through a little tiny drill in the middle of the driveway. I've got this little Lane Labs drill, so we might grow up some steaks. We're just in the middle of fire country, in the middle of fire season, so we're trying to keep the yeah. city up and standing. <laughs> Please don't be like the reason that like half of California burned. Like I really don't want to see yeah, like no, carpet that. disaster. Like that would be bad. So, I could not handle that pressure. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> At least we admit it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, uh, for the same reason that you guys aren't doing an auction, we're not going to do one either. Uh, okay. We just kind of came to that conclusion last night. I mean, it would have been fun. Last year was cool. Everybody loves doing that stuff. But now Steven's bored, and I need to give him something else to do. So, <laughs> if anyone has any great ideas on what to delegate to Steven Katz, let me know, and I'll make sure he gets it done. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay. oh, Steven had a message for you guys. Uh, why are, are you are you guys coming? 
because we got <laughs> West Coast guys flying out to the OG Carpet Fest all the time, and you guys love the Southern Carpet Fest, and you like Riley's ours. So, I mean, we we yeah, already I, annexed Riley. He's ours. So you know. Um, <laughs> um, right. When is yeah. Riley annexed yeah. my snake? <laughs> <laughs> the recent yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is, that is July twenty seventh, Southwest. Uh, July twenty seventh. There's a Facebook group if you want to RSVP. If you're going, we appreciate an RSVP just so we can get a head count and figure out how much food we need to get and all that kind of stuff and how many how many tr- uh, latrines we need to dig for everybody that needs to use the bathroom and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> we are the country we, here. We found a job for Stephen Katz. We need latrines dug, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I'm already helping. So yeah, that's I like it. awesome. That's it's awesome. possible. All right, uh, t-shirts. We've got two weeks left. Uh, our t-shirts. Uh, Eric Burke was kind enough to bless us with his presence this year on our t-shirts. <laughs> oh, so. good lord. <laughs> That was such a good idea. They look so amazing. So it looks just like you, dude. So, yeah. I'm surprised there's not a I'm hobby guy on it or something. Yeah. No, Eric looks much better than he does on that T-shirt. I'm gonna. That's the truth, okay? Thank you, Brian. Thank you. I don't know what's going on there. It's all right. Eric hasn't ordered his shirt yet, so clearly he's not impressed. But I think it's oh, amazing. What? I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I will. Take care of I just thought it was kind of weird that I would wear a shirt with my face on it, but you know, <laughs> I guess I have to have like it for the collection. You know, <laughs> like wait a minute, that guy's sporting a picture of himself on his shirt. <laughs> it's Next more like be- it's more like Eric. The, the the character on the shirt is more like Eric meets Hank from King of the Hill. That's really what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Propane. That's about the yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick Scally offered to pay me $20 for him not to have to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so Nice. That's yeah, an option, that's... too. If you really don't want the shirt, just send me the 20 bucks. I'll make sure it goes to U.S. Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> cool. makes, makes perfect sense to me. So all the laughter, all the laughter that's happening right now—that's just a little precursor to pretty much how I can, you can expect the day to go. It's going to be—if uh, you, if you're not Perfect. good with laughter, you want to steer clear because you might not be able to breathe by the time you leave. Don't, I'm don't home, yeah. just based off based off of the, the guest list so far and the, the, what I know about these people, um, it's probably not going to be many dull moments. That's good right. time. Brian, are you going to be making a Triple B TV uh, episode out of all this shenanigans that's going on here? Or? I mean, I'll surely, I'll surely vlog it. Absolutely, okay, will. Cool. I will vlog it. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. all the shenanigans are going to be professional enough for you know Triple B TV. Try to keep it somewhat professional. I gotcha. <laughs> Maybe we could do an entire blooper episode, just nothing but bloopers. That's <laughs> yeah, that's carpet dust. That is carpet I, pretty dust. much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah. God. Okay. That's awesome. Well, it sounds so, like you guys are well cool. on your way. Yeah. Where would you fly yeah. into if you're coming out from out of state? <clears throat> well, LAX? San Luis County is where I live. There's a small airport here that you can catch a connecting flight if you only want to drive 25 minutes. Um, San Francisco Airport and LAX Airport are both roughly 200 miles respectively in either direction. 
So you're looking at about a three-hour drive if you fly into LAX or SFO. Gotcha. So not the most convenient location, but uh, it does keep us under the uh, nose of the authorities for the most part. So. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> How far away is the San Luis Obispo Airport? San Luis Obispo Airport is about 20 miles. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Uh, so if you are going to fly in and you need a ride or something like that, again, shoot me a PM. There's going to be a bunch of people flying in, so if we can kind of figure out any kind of a car situation, just so not everyone has to rent a car and you want a carpool, let me know. Give me your flight info, and I'll try to hook you up with other guys that are coming in around the same time. Okay. Cool. cool. All right. What else you got? Anything else? Any other deets? Oh, just a big thank you to you guys for starting the event. I mean, it's such a nice thing to get people together like this, especially on these uh, on these levels, just for sparking the idea and watching it take off like it is. It's really cool to see, man. Hell yeah. Definitely. You guys are, you guys are going to have a blast. I can't tell this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sorry, well, I couldn't make it out this year, man. I wanted to come. I'm, I'm bummed that I'm missing but I'm missing the Northeast, but I'll yeah. be there next year. Yeah, and I right, still need man. to make it out for sure. That's, you do. I know, man. Gotta gotta you, you, well, you guys said it's this weekend, right? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. This weekend over here in California is a Philippe de Bourgeois event, so I'm, I, I'm slated. I have to go. I have to go to it. Otherwise, I would totally come out. Sorry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I we were hanging out this weekend. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can warm up. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That's, See, practice round. That's why Nick couldn't come, but he told me this day was the day that he had available. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll blame it on Rapashi. Yeah, that works. Go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Let's cool. Do that. All right. Um, cool. So it's what's the date again? July twenty seventh. That's correct. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I guess um, keep us posted, and any other updates you want to give, just give me a shout, and we'll we'll get it on there. Right on. All right. Sounds good. Looking forward to hearing about Zach's Indo trip, man. That sounds that sounds awesome. I saw those pictures he posted earlier. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't know where we don't know where we're going to send him next, but we'll figure <laughs> out something cool after this. Yeah. I'm sure he already had it mapped out, man. Oh, he better. Because that'll be a question. So, yeah. Okay. All right. You guys take it easy. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good night, guys. Sure thing, guys. Awesome, guys. Have a great show. Yep. We'll Thanks. talk to you. Cool. All right. Let's get Zach on here and let's get this going. <laughs> get him in here. Hey, what's up, Zach? How you been, man? What's up, fellas? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> Perpinendo. Are you feeling happy that you're back on this side of the pond, or are you like, you know, crap, I'm here again, itching to get back out there now? Uh, my dog missed me, man, so I'm, I'm glad uh, to be home. See? <laughs> yeah. One for the dog, dude. <laughs> I can relate. I can one relate. One for the yeah. dog, yeah. It might be, it might be a one-way, uh, you know, one-way trip. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we may never see Zach again so if it wasn't for the, the pity. Yeah. Let me paint this picture. What was it, Zach? Mm-hmm. What, how many years ago was this? Like mm-hmm. when 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 we first met, you contacted me on MP. You lived around the corner mm-hmm. from me. We didn't even know mm-hmm. each other. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you would be herping in Indonesia back then? Nah, man, not not even a little bit. 
not even a little bit, which is, um, you know, you always wish and hope and all that kind of nonsense, but to, but to actually be there, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been quite a roller coaster the last the last year and a half. So, yeah, I was about sure. to say, it, you know, you did two lifetime, you did two once in a lifetime trips like in the span of a year. It's like, are you kidding me? You know, it's yeah. you're yeah. on fire, man. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. and the, and the, here's the, the list, the list. You know, you would think the it's, list gets shorter, and no, 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 it always gets longer, man. Come on, man. You know <laughs> yeah, because you want to go back, you just, right? You're like, man, in other places, a couple more you days. Just keep adding destinations. You just keep adding destinations, adding destinations, and you just, you know, it's never ending, man. Once you get on this bug, that's it. It's worse than any than anything else, man. It's stuff that I keep telling Owen. Is, is some harsh. No, oh, he's he doesn't know yet. He'll know. He's he don't know soon. Stop it! Don't tell me that. <laughs> You know, it's, he it's doesn't better. understand we all, what's listen, about to happen. We all know we have addictive personalities. How many snakes do we have? I mean, come on. It's, yeah, let's start this now. God, I'm telling yeah, you, man. Yeah, now I just collect happen. pictures, man. That's it. Man, I don't collect snakes <laughs> anymore. Just pictures, bro. <laughs> hey, man, you don't have you to feed them? <laughs> Stamps, stamp on your passport. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. All right. It was... It was it's an amazing trip, man. I don't I even know where to begin, really. I don't even know. I guess I guess where I'm going to begin is I'm going to, first of all, thank the people who put the trip on um, mm-hmm. because uh, that's the right thing to do. So, you know, Brian and Laura at uh, Herpetological Education and Research Project are two amazing people who, you know, I would say we're friends in Uganda, but our family at this point. And, uh, you know, I love them very much, those two. And uh, they uh, helped me out a lot, especially on this trip. I did get sick. Again, of course. And, uh, Did you? Oh my God, yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah, again. It wasn't, it wasn't malaria this time, so that's good. But I just again. What, what that the hell was sucks. it? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, and they helped me out and everything else. And they always put on such a such a great, you know, they they curate the right kind of people, and they put on such a great, uh, great trip that I, I can't I can't thank them enough. So that's so that's number one, uh, for sure. Is thanking them. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh they do a pretty pretty awesome. I put their link to their Facebook page in the show description. So if you want to check out uh what they're all about, just click on that. You can check it out. So Yeah, you, cool. you could possibly go on a trip with and keep Zach company, you know. It's <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, my goodness. I mean, this Indo trip, man, to be honest, filled up pretty pretty quick, you know. Mm. So uh that was one of those uh you know, within within I would say probably within twenty four hours it was full. So it's pretty it's pretty crazy. People you know, people wanna go. Wow. People wanna go. That so. quick. Yeah, Jesus. within twenty four I would I would say I would say, you know, at least I would say twenty four hours, you know, it was it was done. It was done. The minute they announced it, you know, what what is nice, they they kinda give us a little bit of a a bump. For people who've been on trips before, you give us a little bit of a head a heads up beforehand. But yeah, it was at least I would say twenty four hours. And that was it. It was full, man, to the max. So with with a waiting list at the end, you know. So wow, right? You know, it's a, it, it's one of those trips that everybody wants to take. I mean, it's Komodo, guys. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. mecca yeah. for yeah. reptile lovers. So you know, I I I could have understood, which is why I put my head in the ring real quick. You know, in Uganda, I was like, when you guys going to Indonesia? Let me let me get on that list. Get <laughs> <laughs> up now, yeah. Let me get on that list now. But yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. Um, 
and uh, you know, Bali was great too, uh, and, and Komodo. So it was it was a two week trip. Mm. We started uh, we started in Bali, which was nice. Bali is a beautiful place, man. Really nice. People are fantastic. The food's amazing. Um, and of course, you know, day one, we were we went looking for our king cobra, and my goodness, did we find one. So, oh, um, at, you know, the 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 trip started there, and you know, <laughs> it didn't end, and it didn't let up, and you know, whatever we asked of Indonesia, it delivered, and and uh, we we were super fortunate. At least that's what they tell me. Um, I don't know. I, I, they keep telling us that we're lucky <laughs> at almost every one of these trips. But somehow we keep finding stuff. So it's got to be some kind of some kind of formula that's working for us here. And uh, you know, it's it's been great. The first you know the first stop you know we get there you know the first stop we we go to is this bat cave where on the beach. I mean thousands upon thousands of bats, and of course we find twelve retics in that one cave. You know. Oh, that's sick. That's, that's Holy hour shit. one. That's our Holy shit. on Bali. Like that was like boom. <clears throat> this is where we're at. You know? Um Retix is full of full of bats. His stomach's just distended full of bats and just I guess enjoying themselves, man. Just it was crazy. On the beach. Like on the beach. Incredible, man. Just incredible. And so that starts you know, hour one. And I think uh we went and got lunch and after that it started. We we went looking for, for King Cobra. And um, we went with Bali Reptile Rescue. They're um, obviously based in Bali. They do a lot mm-hmm. of good work. Um, they uh, so you know you, they they'll rescue a snake for free. You know if uh, if you get a cobra in your backyard, they'll come and take it out um, or what have you. They run educational programs out of their facility and some other various things. And so they do a lot of good work there. And and they were our main main guides while we were there in Bali, and they did a fantastic job. Super professional, really good at what they do, and um, they delivered, man. Let me tell you, they delivered. And then, I'm, so we, so check this out. We're we're looking for the king cobra and where this prime habitat, and at least what you consider prime habitat in Bali, it's pretty, it's pretty heavily populated. But uh, we're we're looking around, and we're searching down this dry riverbed, and we're looking down this dry riverbed. And we had we had found a retic earlier. I think mm-hmm. that's that retic you, you saw in the water. We took some nice photos yeah. of that one. It was gorgeous. Um, yeah, that was that we pulled it on underneath a, a riverbank. Um we saw it duck it jumped right in and we underneath the you know, the bank and we were able to we were able to pull it out and, and take some pictures of it. Um but that's not what we were there for, man. We had seen twelve retics before and so we were like, All right, let's let's look for this king. And it we kept looking and we kept looking and we kept going down the going down the dry riverbed. And all of a sudden, of course, you get that classic snake, you know, gal from who knows how far away. And mm. you go running towards it. And I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I'm like, what the hell did we find, God? Like, it can only be one of a few things. And I'm running. And all of a sudden, I look and I see this bl- big, long black object just like, you know, crawling towards me, just, just flying towards me. And then I see the head poking above the boulders, just coming right towards me. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, that's the king cover right there, let me tell you. I was like, oh, my goodness. And then I see Brian chasing him, of course, naturally. And, you right. know, Brian does this whole hand hand waving in front of it to get it distracted and grabbing the back of the neck with the other hand. And it was just, like, such a cool moment, very Steve Irwin style. It was pretty dope. 
And uh, that was it, man. Uh, it was three and a half meters, which puts, puts it around shit. 12 feet. Jesus. Puts it around 12 feet. Yeah, it was a monster. A monster snake. Big How the hell do you, like, go back from, like, I mean, your first day you've caught, like, 12 retics in King Cobra. It's like, that's day one. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, it, I know. It's nuts. I know. I know. So, and and that's what we're worried too. Or like day one of fourteen, like how do we like how do we top this? How do we top like, this? <laughs> freaking incredible animal, right? I mean just Damn. you know, just so to see you, a King Cobra is nice, you know. We we found a second one a, a day or two later. Uh-huh. And she was around she was around like I think like six foot, so like a couple meters, like not too not too big. Um, wow. Still pretty, but like I'm more of like a juvenile type type animal. But to find a big, big king like that was just, I mean, that was the pinnacle, right? So that's what we were there yeah. for. That's where we were in Bali, and we found it that first day, and it was just incredible. It had like a pretty significant wound on its chin. I don't know if you saw in the photos that, I mean, its chin was pretty tore up. Yeah. Um, the only thing we could think of is that either, either uh, like a, maybe a water monitor. Or he had tried to grab or, or maybe even a retic, something, something really got, got to him and uh, tore him up. His, the chin was pretty bad and it was pretty infected and nasty and smelled bad. So we, um, the rescue decided to, uh, to bag him up and bring him back to the rescue for some treatment. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was pretty cool. We, we brought him back to um, the facility. We cleaned out the wound. We stitched it up, stuff like that. Gave him an, an injection of antibiotics. And then we, um, we kept them. Uh, they kept them there at the facility for a week until we got back, mm-hmm. um, and then we then we re-released it once we got back. And it had within the week, and it had got you know had shed. It looked a lot better. Um, it wasn't infected anymore. It was like nice red tissue, and so we decided, all right, it's good, you know, it's good enough to to re-release and re-release them um, back where we found it. But yeah, amazing, amazing snake. Just to just to believe that that snake lives out there, that twelve foot monster like that. Yeah, it's just it blows your mind every time just thinking about it. Thinking about those snakes living out there. How many people there are? I mean, it's it's not like it's it's not like it's, it's prime rainforest. This is you know rice paddy fields with some trees in between. You know this is you know and and that's where these snakes live. And what's crazy about Bali is because it's so heavily populated. I mean, I think that's why the snakes probably do so well. Um, yeah. You know when it used to be rodents, when it used to be right? prime, yeah when it used to be prime rainforest you know um, you know not as much food you know when you compare it to rats and things like that that the snakes eat and so the rice paddy fields are just you know, frogs mice uh, fish crabs just everything a snake wants to eat and so you you know high density of prey means a high density of snakes which means a big snake that each other snakes is going to do quite well. Yeah. So, you know, so they do, that's the place. If you want to see a King Cobra, the place to see him in Bali, for sure. That's the best place in the world to see them. So It's, wow. it's so uh, cool. Cause I mean, <clears throat> just going through your pictures, the first one that you put up with the back cave and all, it's like, I didn't notice, but the retics over there in like the rock crevice, it's like, they're all these big bats. And then he's hiding right over there. It's like, uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, see that, that, right? Yeah, yeah, you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I didn't like see, fine, I didn't see it at first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't don't catch that one. It's pretty but, cool though. Yeah, every little hole and crevice that, that can fit a snake, there was a snake in it, man. It has a snake in it. It was wild. But dude, even yeah, it was wild. 
even a wild king, like this, this, obviously looking at this king, you know, he's a wild snake. He's got some Nick's cuts of Bruce. He is still a freaking impressive, scary mm. animal. Like, dear God. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think Look of, that, uh, that second picture I, I took of him when he was up, uh, you know, he's a good, you know, stretch out like that. Mm-hmm. Like high as he put his head. He's a, he's a good Almost a meter off the ground, man. That's that's scary, man. <laughs> you can look Eric and I almost in the face, bro. Oh, oh no! <laughs> God damn! You look wow. over Eric. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what I'm saying, buddy? You can look us in the so, face, bro. So yeah. It's, <laughs> so it's like at the Philadelphia Zoo where they have that statue right by the King Cobra cage. It's like, is that sort of equivalent to yeah, what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Little, I mean, I think I think that's like a. What they would consider like the biggest king cobras, which are like a, you know four four meters or something like that. Yeah, they could right. uh, like a third of their body they can they can burn, you know take off of the the ground, especially especially like that. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. So you know, a three it meter is, snake is you know, at least a meter is gonna take its head off the ground. It's pretty impressive. It, it's intimidating. It let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's yeah. Did you did you get a feeling for them being you know that they often people often talk about. Cobras being, you know, very highly intelligent. Did you get a feeling for that? Yeah. Did, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. They're they're just such a visual animal. They um mm-hmm. and and they're not scared of they're not scared of anything. You know, <laughs> they're just not. So right. you know, it's which is it's, good. It's yeah. uh it's like a it's like a balancing act, man. Watching these guys work with these snakes. I love them. I'm good, man. I'm I'm Gucci. I sit on the side. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need to. I, I'll I'll sit back with my telephoto lens and take a picture. I was about home. to say that's why Zach has the telephoto. He can be over here and get the good shots. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, know. yeah. He was um, you know, that's that's one snake. Um, I you know, I respect all of them, but that's a snake I respect for sure. And you know, I get once you understand how they how they operate, how they're visual animals, how they, you know, they're gonna look, they're gonna pay attention to whatever's moving. So as long as you're not moving, mm-hmm. they're not really gonna pay attention to you. But um, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you distract it in the right way and that sort of thing, it, it's you know, it's a pretty predictable animal. Still, right. man. No. That's all I think coming down that riverbed. I want to run the exact opposite. <laughs> Holy shit. I was Every like, I'm running your towards it. I'm like, like oh, away from never it. mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Change of plans. Change of plans. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, shit. What uh, about the yeah, size of the retex? How big were they as compared to yeah. the... Yo, honestly, honestly, the retex, I mean, I mean what do you get? Uh, maybe, I mean, maybe like one of the big ones that, are, that we saw, maybe eight foot. They're not very big because, you know... Okay. Just like anything else, um, you know, island variations of, of retics tend to be smaller. Same thing on Bali, you know, they don't get that as big as they would on mainland um, Asia. Right. So they don't get as big, uh, but they're so beautiful. They have that distinctive yellow head that you get in Bali. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's really, really nice. Um, so they're pretty They're pretty cool. Probably, I would say, probably my favorite locality, especially now that I've seen them in person. They're, they're really, really beautiful. That yellow head oh, is, is a screamer. And sometimes some of the ones, especially in the cave, you know, some of the ones that were there, they're real fired up, you know, that were really this platinum color with this neon yellow head. I mean, just gorgeous, gorgeous snakes. Um, yeah, we didn't, feed, we didn't see a monster. Like, I would love to have seen, like, a, like a you know, four-meter badass. But, I mean, <laughs> the odds of doing that in, in Bali are, are almost impossible. You know, I would like, you know, but... Because I, probably when they get to a certain size, they just become cobra food. So, 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, yeah, they got true. they got a bigger the bigger snake on the you know, on the island that uh that's king for sure there. So was yeah. it like a little bit kind of like obviously these are wild and wild retics and Bali retics. I mean, was there a difference between seeing a retic and then seeing the cobras like uh, you've seen retics a million times. You've held retics, you know, this is yeah. It's a retic, yeah. it's cool, but this is a cobra out in the wild. Like was there any kind of difference there? I mean, you know, I mean, seeing the cobra out on me obviously was was amazing, but you know, I still have a lot of appreciation for seeing those, those wild snakes out there, and mm-hmm. uh, especially when you're in such good condition. You see so many snakes; they're like clearly having a, a great life out there, and, and, and everything else. And and uh, it, it's fun. It's I think I just think of the life that that snake had had. I mean, a, a couple meter long um, retic is you know has, has lived a good 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 amount of time, and so it's just nice to kind of kind of enjoy their company when you when you do see them and. Uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I just had a really appreciation for them. They were kind of chill. The one <laughs> with the picture with his mouth open, not too chill. But um, they weren't too bad, man. They that weren't one. too bad. <laughs> they weren't too, too bad for sure. Awesome. Super humid there or what was, uh, what was yeah. the environment like? Honestly, man, um, it, I think it rained for an hour on the 14 days that we were in Indonesia. So, I mean, that tells you everything. Um, it doesn't, it's, it's only humid because I think, you know, being an island, it just tends to, um, you have a lot of that sea breeze coming through, bringing a lot of moisture in stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, we got, we got there at the beginning <clears throat> of the dry season, which was nice. It was always great. You still have enough, you know, water around where you, where you still collect some of the snakes uh, collecting your water, but you know it's still drying up. We're not getting rained out every day, which is nice. Not monsoon and stuff. So, um, right. and, and Komodo was still green. You know, it goes through. It goes green during the wet season, and it goes straight brown during the dry season. So we had a little bit of both, which was nice. So we got it to see it while it was at least somewhat lush, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, Bali was pretty dry. It was. It was just naturally humid. And then you, you know, when you would hike at night. Um, just with the temperature drop between night and day, you know, that sun, oh my, that sun in Bali, man, let me tell you, that's unlike anything I've ever experienced. <laughs> that sun is no joke. And so, you know, you get that hot, hot day and then, that, you know, it cools down rapidly at night. And so you get a lot of, you know, dew that collects onto the ground and stuff. So every, every night hike was pretty, pretty wet. You know, you, we wore um, rubber boots and stuff like that. And we did a lot of uh, rice paddy fields at night, especially. Um, and so, you know, you're always a step away from falling into a ditch full of water. So, um, yeah, so it's pretty humid there. Not too bad. I found Komodo, Komodo was dry, dry, dry. But Bali was pretty was pretty humid, I would say. Okay. So is like the picture of, I guess it's out the side of a car into like the fields. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Like yeah, as far as like so if you, if you, okay yeah so if you look at that that's a that's a classic rice paddy they um, either flood them or dry them out depending on the uh, when they need the rice to to get more water and stuff like that how they how they plant it sometimes they plant different crops not just rice in those fields so sometimes they will drain the field but it's kind of the, I'll tell you what it's only thousands of years of ingenuity can make these rice paddy fields I mean they are a marvel in them themselves, um, the fact that they 
you know, they, they make these fields that can be flooded, that are dammed, that channels of water can come in and out of. I mean, it's it's really impressive um, when, you, when you actually see it, that these guys are, you know, these farmers are able to put together these amazing aqueduct-type scenarios and, you know, just to feed, feed the water where they want it. Um, and so you're pretty much just hiking, you know, you're looking for those really at night, trying to find some snakes and that's where the snakes happen to be because that's where the frogs are where the mice are and everything else so you know right. a lot of the times when we were in bali especially night hiking or, or, or herping at night we were we were in rice paddy fields but that's a good you know a good idea of what it looked like that's a dry one that's not full of water but right uh, yeah that's a good, gives you a good idea huh interesting <clears throat> I f- that's kind of strange that you found well maybe it's not strange but just i mean you would think that snakes are coming out at, at, at dusk, but it seems like you found them yeah. like right there in midday, you know? I mean, I guess yeah, they are. It depends, around. It, yeah, it depends, on the, it depends on the species. I mean, um, you know, cobras are more active to, at, during the day. So um, the dire, yeah, hell, they, you know, they heat up, they're on the move. Mm. So colubrids as well. Um, the only things that you really don't tend to find during the day are going to be your vipers, things like that. Um, right. You know, the pythons, we just happen to, to be in the right place at the right time for those. Um, but, yeah, a lot of the – a lot of this – you know, we did a good amount of herping during the day, and, and we found a good amount. Uh, but, obviously, most of the things you find at night for sure. Hmm. Cool. You know, I think we found the we, – yeah, we found two spinning cobras, if I remember correctly. <laughs> And they were <laughs> and they were sleeping in they were sleeping in trees, man. Just like you know, just in a bush Chilling. sleeping. During, so that's how we would find them, you know. Because the thing is, like during the day, cobras, you know, when they're heated up, they're quick. They're quick. So it's not yeah. it's one thing to find one; it's another thing to like catch it. Catch it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that's well, why sometimes it's easier to find them at night because they're asleep. You know, during the day, I mean, when they're on the move, you'll see the end of a tail as it crawl through some grass and you're, and that's it. It's gone. You know, right. Did they give you any kind of special instruction for the spitter. I mean, uh, they, yeah, they, they must have, right. Don't put it near your face. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs> Ask a stupid question. Got it. So, uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just going, no, but, <laughs> no uh, um, the spitter, um, the, the Indonesian spitter, um, just without this, they, they are, uh, they ended up being one of my favorite snakes for for a different reason, but um, it's such a cool snake. They, they have so much attitude, those little spitters, man. Um, yeah. But they're not like some other well-known spinning cobras from Africa and stuff that like can pinpoint your eyeballs and, and get you square in the face. They're not really like that. They're more like they just spray it in front of them. They're not going to get you. If you're standing, they're not going to get you in the eye or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so, so they're not they're not too bad when it comes to that. Comes to that, you got to keep keep your distance. And and we did have safety goggles and stuff like that when we did encounter one, which was nice. Um, cool. And not to not to uh, and a selfless selfless plug here, but I did have my snake guard on my camera, and that that tended to help too. Just give me a little added added uh, <laughs> protection on my camera. <laughs> Oh, that so worked out well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think by then, by the time I was photographing that snake, it was out of venom, man. I think it was pretty much crazy. <laughs> it trained itself. <laughs> so it was my turn to take pictures. That thing was like, all right, I'm done, man. Hurry up, get the pictures. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let me leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. 
So is that is that the cobra that's in the? It's kind of like you have it on a tree, perched kind of, or it looks like. No, that kinda. that one no. that's that's the small. I think that's the small king. Yeah, it's the female oh, okay. king we found. If you gotcha. scroll a little bit further down, there's a cobra. It's almost like this light grayish, tannish color. You'll you'll see it. Gotcha. We'll see. Okay. He was a hard one to photograph, man, because he was pissy, that little snake. <laughs> he was not happy. <laughs> he would not stop moving, you know, and he was uh, he was, he was quite quite the character. I liked him a lot. <laughs> he was small but mighty, man, you know, I liked him. <laughs> Dude, you really took man, some amazing you... pictures, man. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, thanks, bro. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks. Um, it has, uh, I've, I've kind of had... Every every trip, I try something different, or I try mm-hmm. to add a new piece of equipment, or I try to you know tweak it a little bit. I mean, if I if I look at my Costa Rica pictures from last year compared to the pictures I've taken now, it seems to be a significant change. Um, you know, and so I'm hopefully I'm going in the right direction. Fest, <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> I need to up the game for Northern Territory, man. Holy shit, that's some amazing. Yeah, shots yeah, there. we gotta we gotta yeah, work on yeah. that. We gotta work on that yeah. for sure. Why the hell isn't Zach just like getting shoved into a bag and it's just getting like you know getting unleashed out in the wilderness with us? I mean, you know, what's up he with that? He needs to go full Austin Stevens, man. That's what he needs. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> just the fake running get, through the woods. Get, get, bit, get bit by a cobra in the middle of the desert. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, let's let's avoid that one. Oh man, uh, wait. Uh, what a tool. <laughs> I know I'm probably jumping. Yeah, right. I know I'm probably jumping around. But did you find a Poplin carpet, an IJ, on your on this trip? Was that at a zoo or something, or what? No, or no, that... I know, I know, I know. That's a, that was, you saw that photo? That wasn't supposed to get yeah. an IJ like that. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, uh, okay. at, 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 Bali, at Bali Reptile Rescue, they had, um, you know, they have some animals on display for kids and stuff like that, and, and they yeah. get animals that, were, that have been confiscated and stuff. And so, okay. um, so they happen to have, yeah, they happen to have that uh, – that carpet there. Of course, I had to I had to play with it. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> it, was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful IJ, man. Oh my Holy god! Holy shit, man! <laughs> yeah, pretty one. God, it was super pretty. Nice and orange. I know, I know. Yeah. I was like, if Eric's here right now, so I took a couple <laughs> photos. I had somebody take a photo. I was like, I gotta send it to Eric. Dude, that thing this. is beautiful. Holy shit! Yeah, Brian gave me crap. He's like, "Man, why are you playing with things that don't even come from here?" I'm like, "Whatever, Brian." Shut up. <laughs> this is part of my legacy, man. I have this. to touch this snake. You don't understand, it, bro. You don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> my past cool. right here. Uh, they also had right, a uh, they had a D'Alberts too. They had a white lips. What? Oh, now you're talking. Wait, yeah, where's that picture? What's up with that? <laughs> man, come on. They're not native, man. I mean, what do you want? Uh, I see. We can break the rules for the carpet, but not the yeah. <laughs> Dude, one of the coolest shots is not even an animal. It's that sunset right by the mountains with the two ships and mm-hmm. the, off to the right. Got to. Yeah. Amazing shot. To be, to be honest, that, that was, uh, that was uh, from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair I enough. Was literally, I was literally sitting by the pool and I was like, wow, that's quite a sunset. So I got up and went and go take a picture of it. Click. Amazing. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, man. Very that's a great the shot. Sky, the sky is different there. I don't know how to explain it. 
I don't know how to explain it. It's just different there. Everything is just, it's a, it's, this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but it's a magical place. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to describe how amazing uh, Komodo National Park is and, and everything mm. else. So, um, so, so we had a couple of great days in Bali. Found some amazing snakes, you know. Obviously, found the, the, the you know the king. Found um, some rice, some nice insularis, which is really nice. That big, that big green one. You see the picture of that thing, monster, yeah, mm-hmm. monster viper. Really nice. That uh, Priscina, the 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 vine snake. Oh my god, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, you know, the beautiful vine snake is gorgeous. That is, the like, vine oh, snake huge. is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it you was know. huge too, man. It was a big, big, beautiful specimen. Um, the, we found two on the trip. The, the earlier one was was a little bit was smaller. Yeah. And it, you know, um, clearly, you. What's fun is you can definitely tell what snakes are eating out there, uh, based <laughs> on kind of whether or not they have skin parasites or not. <laughs> you can kind of, <laughs> you kind of tell. Like, all right, yeah. the snake has been clearly been feeding on either mice or or you know lizards or. Or birds, but the snakes that are feeding on frogs, you can tell. You can tell they have all those subcutaneous, um, you know, uh, nematodes underneath their skin, like you see on on Ugh. chondros, like wild caught chondros. Yeah, uh, that one. So there was a picture that was in the Carpet Fest auction that, like, I think Chris Salemi took at in uh, Australia, and like the the chondros got like bumps all in it, and it's just like, oh mm-hmm. god. It's, it's it's a cool shot, yeah. but it's just like you know, it makes your skin crawl a little bit too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. So you know, and then that Priscina, I mean that that vine snake didn't have any, so it was just like pristine and amazing and beautiful and big, and it was way up high in the tree, and we were able to get it out, and um, and uh, yeah, it was a beautiful snake. We spent a, spent a good amount of time with that snake. It was really chill. Um, yeah. Rear fang venomous, so it's not not something you really want to get bit by, but. Um, right, it's a pretty relaxed animal. Um, Dude, beautiful snake. Fine snakes are one of those snakes that, like, I, I've never seen anybody in captivity do them correctly, and I almost want people to stop and just leave them alone. <laughs> like, and like, I appreciate yeah, them out in the wild more. One, yeah, yeah, they're a tough one. There's like, there's a few species of snake out there, or reptiles in general, that are just they just don't do well in captivity, and that tends no. to be one of them. Um, Your eyes are you know, so I've seen cool, a few people. I see a few people do okay with them. I know. From I think from a video I saw I thought like Kevin McCurley is working with some if I remember correctly. Um, I'm not sure. Like that. So I know some yes I know some people are working with them but yeah you're, you're right it's like I see so many imported vine snakes come in and and you know of course they're riddled with parasites because the things are mm-hmm. eating and then you bring them in the stress the parasite load goes through the roof and then you have yourself a yeah. you know a disaster waiting to happen. Um, and it's clear that these things are not feeding on you know rats out there they're, they're feeding on quite lean prey and, and stuff like that so yeah it's like them yeah. and the dragon snakes it's like very yeah, few people yep, seem to be able to do them right snakes. yep yep that's another one there's a few of the snakes out there like that that toughy for sure yep yeah yep. but you know after after we're doing all this and we're herping like crazy and we're having a good time you know of course i didn't just go to indo right like i had to go right. to uh belgium and then uh, <clears throat> a day in <laughs> Okay. Oh, all right. Eric, all right. that was a bad idea, Eric. Eric, that was a bad <laughs> idea, buddy. Oh, what? Oh. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> you, you, starting, you, you, starting the trip a little hungover is probably not the best thing. 
You know? I mean, uh, <laughs> it's not that bad. You start, a, no. you start a, like an 18-hour flight, you know, and stuff to to get out there, a hungover and a little, you know, other than <laughs> a little eyes are a little bloodshot. Yeah, I got you. Sure. So. <laughs> Fair enough. And you're, and then we got you. And then uh, you, you're doing a long layover in China, and then you know, then you fly oh, in the middle shit. of the night to go to Bali, and then you know you're not sleeping real well because you're too excited and you're herping all night and stuff like that. So eventually, it caught up to me. It caught up to me about day five. Day five. Day five. Yeah, I, what happened? I had I had woke up and. It was a rap, man. I was sick as a dog. Like bad, bad, bad. Clearly, I just I just worked myself to death. Okay. And, uh, right. It was it was pretty bad. Hey, I stayed, we have to be I worried that, that Zach's day. not going to make it back from one of these trips. I mean, you know, he goes to Africa, gets malaria. He goes to, you know, Indo, gets Listen, sick. Man, I mean, <laughs> ask my mother. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Those phone calls aren't fun, man. Let me tell you. Oh hell no. Yo ma, yo ma. ma. Um, hey, I got something to tell you. Here's the deal. Hey, Don't say hey, bye. I got malaria. Bye. It's like it's But I got no. malaria. <laughs> yeah, <great>. well. <laughs> I know, and, and of course, yeah. Brian, Brian, and Laura are like, dude, again. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be And literally home. the next day, literally <laughs> the next day, we were hopping on a plane and going to be on a boat for four days. Like, oh. No. Like, yeah, no. trying, to, trying to get over like a stomach flu type scenario on a boat. No, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no, dude. <laughs> Bad news there. So like on the days I'm going to be at Komodo, I was going to be sick. Like, ah, oh, come on, man. That would be like the worst timing possible, right? And I'm just I, like, of course. Of course this would happen course because I, I went too hard and, and it caught up with me and now look at me now look at me this is what I deserve and so we fly <laughs> a little a little uh, propeller plane we get over to uh, Flores right and Flores is a um, nice big island of course a decent amount of population of people who live there and we get there and you know you come off the plane you're on the tarmac and you walk towards um, you know the uh, the airport that's the weird like how was at like you know, you you're not landing in an airport. You're landing on the tarmac, and you got to walk to the freaking airport. I mean, yeah, man. We got to get you out more. Oh. I'd shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this happens all over the place. <laughs> all right, I got Jesus Christ. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's cool about it is, is that they have this really cool like gate, and it says. Okay. Or this, like, and it has all these pictures of Komodos and people dive in. It says Komodo, like, welcome to Komodo. It's really cool, That's man. Awesome. It's like, so you, you feel the hype already. You get, you, mm-hmm. you land there and you just already, you, you feel it. You're like, let me get to this damn island. I got to see these things. And, like, we get there. We know that within two hours or, well, more like more like four hours, we're going to be in front of some Komodo dragons. It's, it's an incredible feeling. And you get really excited. It's amazing. So we, we gather our things. We hop in, you know, we get. We get to the dinghy. Dinghy takes us to the boat. We load into the boat, load up our stuff into our cabins and whatnot. And, you know, the boat sets off, and we head towards Komodo. And Brian kind of hyped it up a bit. He was like, Jack, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get super emotional on the way to Komodo. It's just something that happens. Now, Brian's kind of an emotional guy, all right? So I figured, like, maybe he's full of crap. Dude, I was crying like a baby at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Really? 
It's the most <laughs> beautiful place I've ever seen, Eric. Like the most beautiful uh, place. Really? It's hard to yeah, describe when you're on that boat and that boat is cruising. And you're on and you're going around Rincha and and you can see the island and you can see the vegetation that you've looked at only in books and that water that is the most amazing blue color that you can imagine. And just knowing that those animals are there and you're about to be in a place that you've always wanted to go ever since you were a little kid. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that, like, my grandfather cut sugar cane two generations ago, and here I am. You know what I mean? Right. It's Holy shit. Yeah. It's kind of, you, you kind of take, you know what I mean? You're a little bit taken back. You're just so appreciative of where you are in in general. You're appreciative that you're, that you're achieving something that you always wanted to, a dream of yours. My God. You know, yeah. and and it's happening. And uh, yeah, I got emotional. I mean, I could have been dehydrated and shit. You know? <laughs> I, you know, I had a fever, but you know, right. beyond that, know. beyond that, you know, I was at one point to sight you. So beautiful. <laughs> I think of that. Um, it's like my favorite. I think it's in the series Life. It might be Life, but um, they have this, like when you listen to it in headphones and you watch it, it, it does like. It's like panned out, and then the camera comes in, and there's this Komodo dragon just walking on the beach, and just like with the music yeah. that's playing, and you're watching it, and you're like, "What the fuck? Holy shit! It's badass!" You know? <laughs> There's such so cool I can imagine. I mean, yeah. yeah. Wow. So we get we get to we get to we go to the area where you know the the, um, the bay where where Rincha is. Where, so we start in 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 Rincha, um, which is one of a, it's a large island within Komodo National Park. Um, mm-hmm. Has a good population of Komodos there. Um, and we get there. I'm sick as a dog, man. But I'm like, screw it. I'm not gonna not <laughs> go onto the island like you crazy. The only time I would right? not make it is if I died right here. Yeah, no, I drag myself. If I die on that island, that's fine. I'll be, you know, feed me to the Komodos. I don't care. I'm going. Take I'm pictures. Going. <laughs> so we're walking around, we're hiking, and my goodness, we saw the first one in the tree just sleeping, being lazy, started taking photos, and the next one, and the next one, the next one. Seeing them in person, man, being that close to them, being nothing between you and that animal except a guy with a stick, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty, pretty amazing. <laughs> guy with um, a stick. <laughs> guy with a stick, man, that's, that's what it is. I know. You got your guys, they, they do a good job kind of making sure you're they're between you and the animal, but you know, you're right. Uh, it's yes, a dude with a stick. Ultimately, it's a dude with a stick, and so it's a giant ass lizard. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> with this giant, you know, nine foot lizard. Yeah, uh, impressive man. I, I will tell you what: when you're on on Rincha, the, the the heat, you know, the you you see deer. I mean, the deer are right there. The buffalo are right there. The monkeys are right there. They're all over the place. That place is so densely populated with with animals. That you're like, okay, clearly this is where a giant lizard could live. It can't really live much else, you know. It can only live pretty much here on this island that is super hot and that has all this prey for it to eat. Like, this is clearly where this thing is meant to be. And, you know, and and that was cool. Feeling the reason why those animals are there. Understanding, you know, by, by feeling how those animals survive there. It's kind of cool. That That was an interesting experience. Um, knowing that there's nowhere else these can't, animals can live, but there, yeah, it's pretty cool. They're gorgeous. I mean, you know, you got the pictures of I think like several of them all laying together. I mean, that's awesome yeah, they that just you pile got up that together there. and stuff. And Jesus. Especially, I mean, especially near the uh, 
you know, near the visitor centers and stuff like that in, in the beginning, of course. Um, they, they tend to, to hang around because uh, they like to seek shelter underneath or in the buildings at night, believe it or mm. not. So, wait, wait, in the buildings? Everybody leaves the island. Uh, oh, yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, wow. Wander into the freaking building? There may or may not be a funny picture that somebody took while they were on Rincha that night. <laughs> Yeah, nightmare. They uh, they they crawl into the cantinas or into any of the buildings that are there, and that's where they they kind of hunker down to sleep for the night. So, you know, they rather than being in a bush, they might as well be underneath the the building. So, um, so they tend to crowd up there during the day, especially during the heat of the day. They tend to come and and, and take shelter at the, um, you know, in the shade of mm-hmm. the building. So you owe, like you're guaranteed to see. Tons of them when you when you go to Rincha, um, especially, and so you'll you'll see them. There's no way you're not you're gonna come, go to Komodo and not see Komodo dragons. They're everywhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that was really cool. I I, I was also half dead at the time, so I'm trying to like take a lot of photos. <laughs> my biggest regret of the trip, my biggest regret of the trip was not taking more photos of Komodo. Um, we went on this hike, and oh man, at one point I didn't think I was gonna make it back. Like it was that bad. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. It sucked, man. I was like, goodness gracious, of all the times to get sick right now, right? Had to I'm be now. I'm going to be here. Yeah, it had to be now, but it's okay. We uh, That night, we we went back to the boat. We had dinner and stuff, and they were going to do a, a night herp on, on Rincha. Now, what's cool is because of um, herp, their organization, um, mm. because of their academia background, you know, being actual herpetologists, things like that, um, they get permission to herp at night in Komodo National Park, which most people that's, don't get permission to do. That's awesome. Um, now, that's a huge difference, right? So, like, mm-hmm. just hiking during the day where you have the guides where you're with all the other tourists with flip-flops on and, like, fanny packs, like, mm. that's one thing. Which, by right. the way, there's Russell's Vipers on these islands, and these guys are walking around with flip-flops. It, oh, I, my God. But, <laughs> Playing, playing with soccer balls, like you're like bros, like what is going on? Like, <laughs> you know, like that crowd, and then you have the herpers, like us, we're like dirty, muddy, smelly, with our boots on, the snake hooks just staring at them, like look at these, look at these tool bags. Yeah, but late at night we were able to go. I didn't go because I was too sick. I was like, there's no way oh. I'm gonna survive hiking, so I didn't go that night. Uh huh. Um. But they but they hiked it and um, that's when they found that that super super sweet Timor python which I know kind of you you got amazing. me right now yeah that's a <laughs> yeah. gorgeous animal isn't that isn't that wild looking yeah yeah that's a pretty pretty crazy snake you know um, it's pretty rare to find super rare to find people people try to find it on that island they, um, that population of of tandem, uh, of Timors only live on Rincha, so um, and they tend to be in the mangrove type type forests. Um, and yeah, that that wicked snake man it was beautiful. It was at least I'd say seven eight feet. It was big. It was big snake. Yeah, it's about um, it big snake. I and it was sick. I love to notice like how hefty, yeah, how hefty fat, that snake man. was. It yeah, looked dude. fat. Like for like to me that. If I was keeping that snake, I'd be like, all right, you're going on a diet. Like, that snake <laughs> Yeah. super healthy. 
and as a male too, I, if, if I remember correctly, it was a big male, and you're like, what the heck? Oh yeah, like, that thing will never breed. Quite yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Whether it's eating bats or or migratory birds or I mean whatever it's eating out there, it's doing quite well. I mean it's just fat, fat, fat. Riddled with ticks, like crazy, <laughs> but you know that's that's just nature. Beautiful snake. I mean gorgeous. Yeah, the pattern's kind of crazy. Doesn't look like your standard Timor. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know it's an interesting snake. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad to have found it. A lot of people have not found them on that on that island, and, and you know we happen to find that snake. So super excited to take some photographs of it. That was the one snake. If I if I could pick one snake, I really wanted to see like a kind of like a dream to see. I I mean the insulars, you know the vipers, everything else were obvious, but that one like snake, you're like nah. If I really saw this, it would really like put the cherry on top. It was that mm-hmm. right, and, and I'm super glad we found it. You know. Super glad we found it. Crazy. He's very cool looking. Very cool looking. You know. Was it right there in the and tree, then, just hanging out like that, or what? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. In, it was in the trees there, um, just in the you know in the shade and stuff. And and um, there it is. Beautiful. It's nuts, dude. It seems like they're a lot more arboreal than uh, people think. Um, yeah. Because whenever I see them at zoos and stuff, and they're in big cages, they're up. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. I mean, yeah. Same thing with, I mean, mo- I would say most island retics, the mainland mm-hmm. stuff tends to, after a certain size, they, they come down. But, I mean, most of the stuff we found were were up. up. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about that because I've been designing my Timor python, my adult Timor cages, and I'm thinking about how I'm going to anchor some big-ass branch in there or something for them to get up high. So... Yeah, I mean, that's it just been on makes my sense. Mind. You have, you have, it just makes sense that they'll be in trees. I mean, what's on the yeah. ground is mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> giant, yeah. giant lizard. Yeah, right. it's this big ass, you know, lizard that'll eat me. Yeah, I got it. So. You know what I mean? Here's here's a crazy here's a crazy story. So while we're while we're photographing this in, in amazing python, there is it's that first photo in the album. You see that big female. Yeah. Komodo? Yeah. Yeah. That female there was circling us the whole time. Oh, good. <laughs> so we're sitting there, oh, so we're okay. sitting there photographing this thing, and this thing just comes, just rolls up on us and just starts watching us. And then it kind of comes around, and it goes behind us and watches us a little more. Then it kind of gets a little close, so, the, so one of the guys <laughs> oh, had to come and, like, with a stick and kind of push him away. And you know, it was kind of like the thing was just super curious on what we were doing. Whether it was curious, or, just wondering what we're doing, or if it wanted a snake, I'm not quite sure. But right. the thing was, the thing was probing us, man. It wasn't know what we were up to. Go it was good, pretty wild. Hunted. It was kind of a okay, wild cool. experience. That is you nuts, know? dude. And then, awesome. not even, not even, you know, five minutes earlier, there was a big buffalo that was like not too happy that he was in our in his space, and so he was. We had to kind of like. You know, stand our ground and let that buffalo go too, because you know you have big buffalo on the island as well. Um, right. So that was fun. Like, it's cra- I'm, I'm telling you, this place is nuts, man. It's the craziest herping experience I've ever had. Like, just <laughs> giant meat-eating reptiles with like, you know, big water buffalo and like wacky place. It was, it was otherworldly. It was, you know, very cool. Very, very cool. Awesome. You know, one question that I 
<clears throat> one question that I always ask because I'm curious because there's not a lot of light pollution. What's the sky like at night? I mean, beautiful, man. I mean, you can see. I mean, you can't see all the stars. It's not like there, there's actually quite a bit of light pollution, believe it or not. But um, oh, really? Yeah, 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 quite a bit, I'd say. Um, but at late at night, you you would see quite a few stars for sure, for sure. Gotcha. That's awesome. Gotcha. You know, but with the lights on the boats and stuff, on the boat and stuff, it was still kind of right. oh, yeah. If we were to turn off the you know, if you turn off everything, it you know, we probably get a good good show, but. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too too bad, but yeah, it's beautiful out there. But even the sky, sunset, sunrise, always. I always woke up early just to see the sunrise. It's just amazing. Yeah, that's cool. If they look Very like cool. your pictures, man, holy shit! Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine it's what it's like to see it in real life. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then after uh, after Rinchus, so we were we were we were there one day, and luckily we were only herping there one night. Um, so luckily we found that team one when we did, because um, then the next day we were going to Komodo, so we're going to the actual Komodo, um, and uh, we started heading there. And of course, you have a boat, so you get to do some fun stuff. Um, on the way there, we stopped at Manta Point. And uh, mm-hmm. so there's two things Komodo is known for. One is obviously Komodo dragons, but number two is it's some of the best diving in the world. Like really, world class dive spot um, is Komodo National Park. And so you know it happens also to be a great place, probably the best place in the world to see manta rays. So. Oh shit! On the way, yeah. So on the way towards Komodo, we stopped in a spot where there's supposed to be a lot of manta rays because there's like a there's like a plateau and a shelf that they come to feed. And literally, you're you're on the boat and you're looking, you're looking, looking. All of a sudden, you see this giant, giant beast of animals, it's big, like radar dish type things, just in the water feeding on the surface. And we all jumped in with our snorkel masks and we got to swim with them. It was, it was an amazing. Oh, that's experience. cool. That was, I mean, that come on, cool. you can't beat that, right? That's a those nah. little bonus thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Really cool that you get to do do when you when you charter a boat that you get to play with. Um, that was in, amazing being able to jump in with the with the manta rays. Um, that was cool. That was definitely cool. And then we finally got to Komodo. Komodo is great. It's beautiful. If you if you see the <clears> picture of. Um, it looks like a really long walkway on the water. You've seen this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. See, this pic- that's that's what I call the road to Komodo. That's the walkway to Komodo Island. So the boats dock um, on the docks, and then that's all shallow water there, and you just walk all the way down that path, and you're all Komodo. We got to Komodo in the middle of the night. Okay. Really? <laughs> so, so our our introduction to Komodo was um, herping at night. Okay. So, Which is awesome. Uh, it almost felt like. It almost felt like every uh, it's like like a zoo. You know how like the zoo closes down and you like jump the fence or whatever. It's like <laughs> the zoo's closed. Yeah. There. Right. right. Not that I ever did this, Eric, but maybe. Right. <laughs> so you're in the zoo at night and nobody else is there. That's what it felt like being at Komodo at night because like there's not really anybody there and you're there with your guides. Um, we were there with our amazing guy. They helped us when we were in Flores and, and all throughout Komodo. His name was Aji's. 
He's an amazing dude. Um, just give him a shout out real quick. He's an amazing herper. He, uh, you know, he not only kept up with us, but made us tired. And it was Ramadan, and he was fasting. So I mean, like, he made us all oh. like punks. And this dude was not even drinking water. Like, it was, it was amazing. This dude Man. was amazing. And his eye for snakes. I mean, he can he can spot one a mile away, literally. I mean, this guy was seeker weapon. Um, and we 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 hop on the island that night, and I was like, I was starting to feel a little better. I was like, I'm not gonna miss the opportunity to look for the blue insularis, right? The, right. the snake that everybody wants to see. Every viper fan in the world thinks it's one of the most beautiful snakes in the world because it is. And yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna miss this opportunity. And so we started herping on Komodo in the middle of the night. And, you know, you can see, you know, I can see flying foxes over your head. And you got to be careful because you're herping on Komodo infested islands. So <laughs> you got to be careful. Make sure you're not, you know, going too far in the bush to wake up a sleeping Komodo because that won't be good. And right. if you're on this island, try not to, you know, be careful going around corners and bends, making sure there's not a sleeping dragon you may step on. Uh, mm. Plus, you know, the Russell's Vipers, plus you're looking for these tree vipers, plus the bats over your head and, you know. A lot of shit to deal with. The smell <laughs> the ocean. Oh, my goodness. I would have to say that night on Komodo was probably my favorite moment of the trip because it it was it was pure herping at its, at its finest, you know. In the end, right. the place, looking for the snake. You know, try not to step on the dragon. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Dealing with a lot of shit there. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was a very Jurassic Park moment, man, on that island. Let me tell you that night. And, uh, you know, and boom, we found. So, some information on the blue, the blue insularis. So, why is it blue? It's blue because it's azanic, obviously, right? So, right. Just like other snakes throughout Indonesia, which tend to be either xantic or azantic, so with yellow or without yellow, same thing that happens with these insularis. From what I can gather, I mean, it was obviously maybe just some random mutation uh, that popped up and then just populated over overall. I would imagine from what people say who have bred them, mm. and you can see this on the island as well, you have these pure blue animals, so pure Xanic, what I would call like a super form, or what, you mm-hmm. know, um, or homozygous, a Xanic of some sort, and then you would mm-hmm. have these um, incomplete dominant forms, okay? So they're kind of like this turquoise color, not quite blue, not quite green, something in between. Mm-hmm. So that's clearly what's going on to me. From what I can see, from what I know about um, even Xanic carpets, you get this you know, what we thought was simple recessive, now we realize is probably incomplete dominant, right? Is that what we're figuring? Right, yes. So I I would imagine the same thing applies to probably most exanic genes out there and probably applies the same thing to these uh to these snakes. So um and the and, and how do the bright blue snakes survive on a green island? You know, there's so much vegetation there that it just I guess apparently just didn't happen to be enough of a pressure on them where that population was wiped out. So you just happen to be, you know, you happen to luck out that this beautiful blue snake happens to be in the right place at the right time. We're, we're able to see it 
You know, who knows what changes that that coloration of that snake may not exist a thousand years from now or didn't exist 200 years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what's so cool yeah. about finding that kind of, you know, specific gene type animal out there. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's really yeah, it's like It's like watching evolution right before your eyes, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> right. So it, it is super interesting that you get the same kind of exanic, non-exanic thing going on in many populations of, of reptile and snakes within Indonesia with scrubs, with, um, you know, I, you know, I would even say something you, you know, even look at white lips, gold versus black. Um, or even if you look at something like, um, uh, tannin bar scrubs or tannin bar skinks, same idea, gold, mm-hmm. silver, this seems to be kind of a thing. Well, if you're green and you get rid of yellow pigment, you turn blue. So that's what you're pretty much looking at there on that island. Um, and it's an amazing. It's the only place you find them is right there on, on Komodo. And so that kind of extra little, extra little special something that's on that island, other than the maize and dragons and stuff, is that, is that snake. And I, they say it's about, like, it's probably less than 10% of the population is blue. Okay. Mm. Keep that in mind. We found three wow. of them that night. Wow. <laughs> the snake god smiled yeah, upon you. You were in the right god, spot, dude. <laughs> you get lucky as shit on this trip. I mean, yeah, god snake damn. gods were shining on us, man. On us. His name was Ajis. He was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love the red insane. tail, man. Oh, holy shit. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? Especially on the blue ones because it's like, you know, you get the blue and the red. It's like crazy, crazy. You know, and got, of course, the red tail for cotyluring or what have you, which, you know, amazing. amazing. Were they feisty or were they just chill or? Uh, it depends on, the, I guess it depended on the one. They were pretty relaxed, you know. Um, they mm-hmm. weren't too bad. What's, what's great about vipers is they, they pretty much sit still for you, which is hmm. nice, which is why you get all the great photo. You know, that's why they're, they're the best photography. To photograph. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, just, yeah. they just look at you like, oh, I can bring him. And they just kind of just sit there <laughs> for you. That, <laughs> that big, the big female, I don't know that the first two pictures, that's a big female we found. She, and that's, I, did you see the video of, of, of finding her? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was her. She, she clearly, what we can gather, just ate a giant toke gecko. Um, <laughs> so we think, so we think we could figure that she ate. She must have eaten it within the hour that we got there, because um, her stomach was so distended. Um, and it's cool. They they'll sit, they'll sit on a branch, and depending on what prey they're looking for, um, they'll sit on the branch near a tree trunk and then point towards the tree trunk and waiting for a lizard or a gecko to crawl up it so they could just tag it and Nailed pull it right off the, the tree. Um, huh. Other ones, wow. you know, other ones, I, there's a picture of one in Flores. It's the green one that's like on the vine near the ground. I don't know if you saw that one. Um, yeah. That one was literally, its head was right over a mouse hole. I mean, these animals really know what they're doing, right? So, um it's pretty cool. It's always cool to see them in situ, and when you see them actually hunting and, and them doing what they're what they're made to do, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What's Guess the size the on these guys? Yeah. Like, oh man, a, a big like that. The 
the big, big green one, that was kind of a – that was crazy. That was probably that was the biggest Solaris I think I've ever seen. But that thing was probably – I mean, they're not huge, just like a three-foot snake, you know what I mean? Maybe, right, I gotcha. Um, similar to an eyelash viper, you know, and it gets right. that okay. kind of size in your head. Where a gotcha. big one is maybe like three foot, but your right, standard like ones are in that 18 to two foot range. You know, a big female is like a two foot range mm-hmm. type of thing. They're small. You know, they're small. They're not They're not big snakes. Right. That's cool, man. Yeah. I, yeah. That was, I, I remember you talking about them way, 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 way back. As is like being mm. one. I mean, you've always liked them, right? I mean, weren't yeah. I think yeah. that's the, the species that you were always. You're like, oh man, <laughs> I love them. If I could yeah. keep venomous, <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, don't worry, Eric. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your tongue. Mm. Hold your tongue. Oh no. Fair enough. All right. Yep. <laughs> this is why I haven't kept a snake in the last two years, man. Because the minute I keep a snake, let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> Luckily I'm in Jersey. Luckily I'm in Jersey. The minute I'm not in Jersey anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, no restrictions, yeah. <laughs> it's a wrap. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the laboreal vipers, man. Oh my god, they get me every time. My god, so beautiful. And I and I, you know, last three trips I've I've found, you know, I would say some of the some of the most beautiful ones from the eyelash vipers. To the bush vipers in Africa, to Insulares yeah, in Indonesia. I've been I've been spoiled with these vipers. And I, I can't <laughs> go wrong. Speaking of which, man, did you see the um? The heck, let me see here. While we're on Komodo, we okay. also found. We also found the the Russell viper. You saw that? I was like, was that a Russell viper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they call. Dude, I, yeah, I mean, I love them. Clear Russell, but yeah, they're super nice, isn't it beautiful? Yeah, that yeah, is gorgeous. Man. Crazy. The thing was in a crux of a tree. Oh, like in a wide really? of a tree. The, you see the tree <laughs> right behind it? You see the bark? That's yeah, uh-huh. blended right into there. There's no way in hell. Like, it was crazy. Like, cause you're looking on the ground, you're looking, but the thing was actually a good few feet above in the tree. Uh, this wedge between this, um, you know, these, these these two trunks of this tree. Beautiful snake, man. Beautiful and snake. A lot of people snake walk. with attitude. <laughs> and people walk around in flip flops. It's like Jesus Christ. And people are like, walking with flip flops, dude. I cannot tell you. This was like four feet, four feet away from a concrete path. No. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Where wow. kids are running around with flip flops on. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's wild, man. It is a little wild. It's a little dicey. You're like, what are these people doing? Hey, like, what are they doing? Anybody want to stop this? Okay, it's gorgeous. <laughs> are you just watching? And then, and then you're you're sitting back and you're watching these bro types, right? And they're and they're, they're playing <laughs> soccer in the field. You're like, they're going to step on something. Look at these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, then, no, and, and also a part of you, and a part of you also wants to smack in the back of the head. Like, how dare you play soccer in this holy ground? Like, what the hell are you <laughs> doing, man? <laughs> what, what are you, you come to Komodo to play soccer? What's the matter with you? Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, yeah, the tourist was fun, but 
luckily, luckily, late at night, no tourists. So that was that was pretty cool. True. But yeah, we found we found that that uh, Deboya that night. So after finding three blue and Solaris and half the team going, oh well, there's a story there too. But half the team going back to the boat, and so there's only like a few of us left, and we're like, let's keep going. And then we found that the Boya, let me tell you, man, that was like, that was it. That was it. After seeing those snakes, we're like, all right, well, what are we going to do tomorrow? Because we're supposed to be here tomorrow night. <laughs> like, you know, there's no sense of being here tomorrow night. Let's go do something What's else. Left? Because we found everything that we wanted to find on Komodo. So, you know, so we, uh, yeah, incredible. Incredible night. That was so here's a little story. I know my man Richie's not gonna be too happy when I when I tell you this. Maybe he's gonna laugh. <laughs> he's listening to this. Right. Richie's like a brother to me at this point. We hung out in Costa Rica. He's my British British homeboy, and he's uh, and so we had just found that female blue insularis, and, and we're so excited. Mhm. And these are the dangers of 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 travel. He goes and he goes to grab his camera bag to pull his camera bag in front of him, right? Uh huh. And he yells out this scream. I've never heard somebody yell so loud in my life. I'm like, oh, what is Richie complaining about now? I'm thinking, like, <laughs> what's the to get bit, bit by an by ant or something? Like, what's, go, what's he complaining <laughs> for? I'm like, what's the matter, man? And he's like, right. dude, dude, scorpion. I'm like, no freaking way. Dude got stung by a scorpion on his camera bag. No shit. Yeah, Was he okay? Uh, okay. Not really. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm only laughing now because I'm only, well, it was kind of funny at the moment, too. I, I don't want to tell him that, but it kind of was. But right. it's funny, definitely now looking back on it. Dude right. was in so much pain. My oh, poor dude. I'm like, he, he couldn't even hold his camera anymore. Like, you oh. have oh, so no. pain. It, it stung him at least, at least twice in his. I mean, he grabbed it. I mean, he, like, crunched it in his hand. And it was a bark scorpion. I don't remember what genus or what type. We ended up like looking it up, and he was okay. It's nothing that's nothing that's gonna, you know, put him in a hospital or anything. But let me tell you, the man was in excruciating pain for like three days. Oh, um, <laughs> no shit! Mm-hmm. Holy crap! He was, just, he was just walking. Around. I mean, he could even like move his fingers because it was he was in that much pain. Um, we shot up his arm, and we so all that stuff. And he was like, and we were like, so do you want to like keep herping, or did you want to go back to the boat? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but poor guy. Wow. So a lot of people, a lot of people left with him and took him back to the boat and stuff, and we kept herping. But I know, man, that's that was crazy. And I was saying, well, did you put your bag down? Like, what happened? Did you put the bag down and scorpion jumped on it, or because we found a few earlier, like we saw right. a few earlier, and so you know they're there. Oh, so, uh, was it like, like on no, him he, the entire time? You think, like, and he just I, didn't. We have no idea. No. The only thing I can think of is either he might have brushed against the tree and one drop onto his bag, something like that. Like, who knows? Who knows? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not terrified to go to Australia anymore. Like, you know, yeah, this is perfect. This is great. A funnel web drops on your face. Yeah, funnel web dropping on me. You know. Ah, you'll be fine, man. I'll step in a puddle, and that'll be where somehow a a blue ring octopus has been hiding in that one puddle. Yeah. So. Yep. I know. I I I I was a little hesitant to say that because you know everybody's like, oh shit, I'm not going there. No, no. (laughs) No. I don't know how that even happened. Eric and Rob will drag me to safety. 
Sure. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah, but the, Keith won't that leave was me. crazy. That was crazy. That yep. was crazy. For like for like two days, that poor man. Oh, poor Richie. He that was, sucks. Uh, he was in pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it was quite a trip. There was some stitches that happened early in the trip. It was kind of crazy. There was some, <laughs> we're not going to go there, but there was some there was some fun stuff. It was fun stuff. Nobody got eaten by a dragon. I say it's a win. You know, I... Nobody got killed, so... <coughs> it was all good, you know, but... Oh, man, that was that was pretty crazy. But that was Komodo, man. The next day, we, you know, we we came back, and um, yeah, I took that pretty cool picture of the deer on the beach, which is pretty neat. Um, we just hung out, and we walked around, and uh, that's it. That's it. That was our, our time on, on Komodo and Rancho was, was two days, and it came to an end, and you know, um, there was this, so we didn't know what, so we had this extra, we pretty much had the extra day, right? Okay. So, uh, because we found everything we wanted to on Komodo <laughs> the first night, so I was like, all right, well, what are we going to do the second night? So you're like, well, there is this location. So there's a mangrove forest in the middle of the water, right, um, uh-huh. in Komodo, and it happens to have one of the largest colony of flying foxes in the world that lives right in that in that cool. uh, mangrove. Yeah. And so if you time it right and you get your boat in the right position, you can be there when they fly from the mangroves over to Flores to feed at night. So cool. we'll catch them. So it's we so had cool. a late, we, we, so what we pretty much does like, all right, so that's what we're going to do that night. Um, we're going to make sure we try to get there. We went to Pink Beach, world famous Pink Beach, which the coral crushes at that beach, and so the 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 sand is tinted pink. It's pretty cool. We did some snorkeling there um, during the day. That was really, I mean, some beautiful stuff. Saw moray eel, stuff like that. Awesome. From there, we jumped back on the boat. Then we we had to head straight as quickly as we can to that spot. It was pretty far away, and you know, at that point, it was later in the day. We want to make sure we get there before the bats took off. Mm. So, we're racing there on the boat, and we get there just as the sun has set, right? And the bats okay. haven't left yet. And we pull up, and there's like maybe 10 other boats there, right? Because this is, a, this is a thing a lot of dive boats and stuff offer this at night, you know, after the dive to, to come look at, at these bats. You sit there, and the sun is setting, so you get again that amazing orange sky and that pink sky and it's beautiful. And then all of a sudden you see the first bat. He takes off. Then you see ten more. Then you hmm. see thirty more. Then you see a couple hundred. And then you see thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of these giant flying foxes just flying over your head. It was one of the most magical wildlife experiences I've ever had. I try to get pictures impossible to, to, to photograph <laughs> giant moving objects. Uh, in the dark, yeah. <laughs> in the dark, impossible. Yeah. I got some pretty decent video, but um, it doesn't give you the scale. It doesn't really just doesn't do it justice, but amazing. Like, that was just... That's I mean, cool. my jaw was just on the floor, you know? Like, how how much how much better can Indonesia get? Like, how much better can it get? It can't get much better than this. <laughs> Is that an hour later? Huh? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I guess you're gonna tell us how it got better. Yeah, go go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, we took the boat after we we experienced that. We took the boat. We took it to uh, a little island, which is actually called Killa Island. Okay. 
Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Nobody. No, it's a really small island. Nobody lives there. Um, There's a nice beach there, so people come, and and it's pretty good snorkeling there. So during the day, people come a lot. But um, at night, so we we docked there because it was a good spot for the boat to anchor. uh, Because the uh, currents in Komodo are some of the craziest ever. So we had Mm. to find a nice spot to dock the the boat, and so we did. And we had just finished eating dinner. And, you know, earlier in the trip, they had found sea crates, and I wasn't there because I was sick in the hotel room. And so, well, what do you do? You want to find sea crates where you just got to get to one of these islands late at night and look on a rocky shore, and you're pretty much guaranteed to find them. I mean, they're there. So that's what we did. We jumped in the middle of the night. We jumped on a dinghy, uh-huh. and I was over the, in the waves. We go over to the, to the island. We all jump out, and we start looking, and... Yeah, they were. We found two of them, man. That's cool. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool snake, man. And they're just you on know, the beach. Like, you know those moments where, yeah, on the beach, it, and then watching it just like it was low tide, so watching it go between the, the corals and stuff, looking for, you know, fish or crustaceans or whatever it wanted to eat, crabs and things, just watching mm-hmm. it just kind of crawl around. And I mean, come on. During moonlight, Big, big, beautiful moonlight. I mean, damn man, <laughs> that is <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, wow. You know what I mean? And when I yeah, think of Southeast awesome. Asia, I think of that snake. Only like that snake is like when I think yeah. of that part of the world. That snake comes to mind. You know, right? Very chill. You know, of course, very chill snake. They don't, they don't bite. You don't want to get bit by one, obviously, but they don't really bite. Um, that really cool paddle tail, amazing, amazing, amazing. That that light bluish color with the black bands. Oh man, yeah, that was one of those. Uh, that was one, one of those, those fantasy camp moments. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. You know what I'm talking about? Where you're like, this is this is unreal. This is unreal. Yeah. The fact that yeah. we had access to a boat. The fact that we had access to the dinghy to get us onto the island. The fact that we. Just happened to just hey, you know what? What are we gonna do tonight? I don't know. Let's go to the island and see if we can find something. Over sea crates. And we happened to find the exact thing we wanted to go there to find. Yeah, that's wild, man. Can't can't make it up, man. They're it so is. cool. I mean, I remember Steve Irwin did some episode with sea crates, and I remember them being just so cool. Or he was like, he was like, look, yeah, he was like holding he up like hand 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 hand, one right? time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. They're super plentiful, and and, and uh, so they're just such yeah, you a just cool gotta animal. be. You just yeah, you just gotta be there. Uh, yeah, a rocky shore, and you'll find them. I mean, that's that's where they hang out. Um, so. Hmm. Yeah, I so know. Cool. Wow. Amazing. Especially at yeah. night, they they haul out of the water. Um, especially at night, so yeah, just to, just to see them there was pretty cool. Just to be around them was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, yeah, even from my old the old Steve Irwin days, yeah, just remembering that episode and thinking about it, like I'm living it. I'm like living it right now. <laughs> this is amazing, <laughs> dude. Isn't that the coolest you know, feeling, I, I, man? Uh, I geek ass, out. Man. I geek out like so much. Yeah. Uh, I really do appreciate the time I'm out there. I, re- I really do appreciate it. And then that night, you know, we go to sleep. In the morning, we're still on that island, so we go snorkeling. I mean, come on. Come on. What was that yeah, like? Cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, every species of clownfish, 
you could ever imagine. Ever since the right. fish, barracuda, I mean, all kind of Whoa. stuff I saw. Stingrays and, and, you know, my God, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, did it's, you yeah. uh-huh. Did you scuba dive? Yeah, we did. So we had to actually get back. Um, so that day after after snorkeling, um, well, that was the last day on the, on that boat. So we we headed back to Flores, and then uh, we we hopped off. And the next day was going to be our dive day. Um, okay. So we had yeah. So dive. I mean, my goodness. So I've never done scuba diving before. So okay. You can imagine. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Draw so, your own uh, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. So, uh, and uh, we went we went diving. Um, that was an amazing day. So you start off early in the morning. You jump on the boat. They give you a little bit of a, uh, um, you know, a little bit of debriefing. Kind of give you some, you know, tell you how what we're gonna do, how we're gonna do it. Um, right. Show you the ropes, pretty much. And then the first dive, the first half of the dive you're pretty much doing techniques that the guy showed you. So that way, you know, if you, if your regular test pops out of your mouth, you know how to find it. So you're not mm-hmm. freaking out. Um, if water gets in your goggles, you know how to get it out. Stuff like that. Like, you, you know, um, gotcha. Some of those techniques, like some of those technical techniques, everything else, the guy pretty much got you. If he needs to drag you around, he will. So that wasn't too bad. And believe me, <laughs> in some spots, he did drag me around, but, <laughs> um, but beyond that, like it's pretty. You know, we didn't go too deep. I think our, the, the deepest dive that we, as as newbies, as a, during discovery dives, we did was um, I think twelve meters, something like that. So mm-hmm. not, you know, it's it's not too deep at all. But um, uh, yeah, and then then from there, after we did that little bit of technical work, you know, he's like, follow us, and the first thing we saw was a green sea turtle. Oh, dude, uh, come on! Cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on! Like, what? <laughs> that's just that's just sick. And it just gets better from there, man. We just keep going. I mean, it's like an aquarium, man. It's, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain the amount of different fish and coral and and the tur- we found. I think we saw like four sea turtles, four green sea turtles that dived that first dive. I mean. Uh, um, porcupine, pufferfish, um, stingrays. I mean, just within 20 minutes of being in the water. I mean, so everything you, you so when you think of Komodo, you think of Komodo Island, you think of the dragons, you think of the snakes, you think of this, that, and the other thing. What you don't understand is 90% of what is underwater, man. 90% of what that place has to offer is actually underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no shit. Wow. Dude, yeah, I mean, so. Like, we know it for the dragons, but that's like a 90% of the tourism that comes to that place is there for diving. I mean, that's just the truth. It's, 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 Damn. Hmm. I know. You I ever know. think about that? Like, yeah. I want to go back. I want to go back. The next trip I have planned, if I go, when I go back to Komodo, will be a dive trip with some <laughs> hurt being attached, but mostly going to be a dive trip um, for sure because it it blew my mind, man. It really was incredible. Um and I actually enjoyed the the activity of diving, not just the animals, but I actually enjoyed the, you know, managing your breath, buoyancy, that sort of thing. I actually enjoyed mm-hmm. that part of it, which was pretty cool. Gotcha. Um, then the second dive we did, we did at Manta Point, so we actually were able to dive. Oh, and it's crazy. It's called a drift dive, meaning that 
the current is so strong in parts of Komodo, especially in that spot where the manta rays are. It's pretty much jumping the water at one point, and you're literally drifting hundreds of yards in the other direction, and you pretty much are just it's. <laughs> Our dive guy said it was like a, he was like it's like the equivalent of being on a roller coaster. I mean, it really was. Oh. I mean, you're flying through the water. That's how strong oh. this, this thing is. Holy shit! So then, so he goes, yeah, it's crazy. So he goes, all right. So this is what we're gonna do. When we do, he's like, you guys are gonna stay behind me. So I was me and Richie. <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. And we had to, we had to stay behind to dive our dive master. He was in front of us. He's like, just stay behind us because if you get in front of me and I find a manta ray, you're going to be too far in front. I'm not going to be able to stop, you know, stop you in time. So you got to stay behind right. me. So make sure you just kick and make sure you stay behind me. I'm going to be in front of you. When I find a manta ray, I'm going to use a hook, anchor it into the coral on the ground. Well, it's like crushed coral, but I'm going to anchor it into the ground and, and run a line. We're going to tie ourselves to the line so that way we don't get swept <laughs> away by the current. Oh, and then shit. at that point, we could look at the manta ray, right? I'm like, okay. Is, I said, as my second dive, I was like, this is a little. <laughs> Wait, you want me to do what? Trial by fire. <laughs> All right. This all sounds <laughs> legit. Trial by fire is right, man. My yeah. God. They're like, so we jump in, and he was not kidding, man. We were at a clip, dude, at a clip flying through that water. Like, that current is no joke. And so at one point, he like points and he's like, man, you know, he points, he does a dive sign for Manta and, and, and we see it in the, in, in the distance in front of us. And so he whips out his little hook and he like jams it like a grappling hook into the ground. And then he grabs me and then ties me to it. Then he grabs <laughs> me and ties me to it. <laughs> like, it's crazy. And then, and then, and then the grappling hook dislodges. Oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so he grabs it and sticks it in the ground again. It was it was crazy. I was like, this is so impressive. And I'm just like hopelessly just floating there, like, oh my god, it's crazy. <laughs> now what if you do all this and the manta ray like goes away? I mean like what the hell? Exactly. You're you're trying to do all this and and we're trying to do all this and I'm trying to hold the GoPro at the same time. I'm trying to make oh sure god. I'm actually breathing. Oh my god. Right? <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, you know, guys, I know you're gonna see the manta, and the first reaction you're gonna have is to stick your GoPro in front of it. He's like, you gotta stop. He's like, the first thing you gotta do is hold on to the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't die trying to take a picture of a manta. Just, just, just hold on to the rope first. Once we're anchored to the rope, then you can take as many pictures and videos as you want. And, and, and he was right. He was right. You know, we got to spend some time with him. and just kind of sat there, and I mean. This current is like freaking pushing us like no nobody's business. But the, for the manta ray, he's not even moving. Wow! It's amazing how like hydrodynamic Jeez. those animals are. Like just a little flap of his of his fins, and Big he just wings, stays yeah. pretty much right where They're he wants gorgeous. to be. And amazing. That's, I mean, you know, ten foot <laughs> wide manta ray. How weak we are as a species, right? Just a tiny little monkey, <laughs> tiny little earth monkey <laughs> trying to hang out with a manta ray. Yeah. Regular We're so weak. Augment our feet with fins and shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're not meant to be in there. I know. It's 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 humbling to say the least. <laughs> they wow. can easily just cruise, and you're hanging onto a rope for dear life. Yeah. Holy shit. And they go, wow. uh, and so we're done with the second, yeah, we're done with the second dive. And they're like, well, do you want to do it? I mean, he's like, technically, we're going to do snorkeling for the third spot. 
but if you want to, you know, do a third dive, we can. Is it going to be a little extra? I was like, yes, absolutely. The third dive, of course. How would I not, how would I not do a third dive? Absolutely. How much is it going to be? I don't care. Just here's the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it really wasn't much. I think the extra dive was like another like 30 bucks or something. Like oh, 100% totally I'm going to do it. Yeah. How would I not do it? And so we did, and we did the third dive. Third dive was still had a little bit of a current to it, so there was that. Um, but, yeah, the third dive was all about the coral. I mean, there's, there's a coral garden, and it was amazing. And then, and so then we cool. got to see a hawksbill. We got to see a hawksbill turtle. Oh, those, are my, those are so cool looking. I love those. Yeah, with, with the serrated, like, you know, yeah. uh, shell and all that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we got to, we, I got to see one of those. That was neat. Um, yeah, but the dive day was insane. And then we get back. So then we we get back to the hotel and we're dead tired, you know. <laughs> so right. we spent that we spent that night. So then I just sleeping because diving takes it out of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. As you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> and then the next day, the day we went herping on Flores, and mm-hmm. we were there to look for. The yellow insularis, which is even rarer than the blue insularis. Did you, did and you, you found check all these guys? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so 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 let's say that um, Komodo, even like let's say on Komodo is like ten percent, let's say roughly, of the population is blue. For right. Flores, it's like less than five percent is yellow. Probably close to two or three percent. Wow! Damn, dude. I mean, and you found that's it. That's what you're talking oh, about. Shit. Yeah. How the hell did he so, get this lucky on this trip? I mean, Jesus Christ, dude! Like snake <laughs> juju up the ass. Like, god damn. <laughs> Man, it was crazy. It was crazy. So we were looking for him all day, like all day. Yeah. Well, not all day, but a good amount of time during the morning. It was hot as crap on Flores. And we're looking, and it's, it, Florida's is mosquito heaven. It's Ugh. a lot of mosquitoes. Oh, and by the way, that's the one place in uh, Komodo and in Bali and everything that you could get malaria. So there's that. Okay. So, of, course <laughs> having, of course, of course, one boy was having flashbacks. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, God, not again. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> you know? And I'm really good. Like, I use the best stuff i head to toe dressed head to toe like socks long socks long pants long shirt hat scarf around my neck like i'm i'm super careful so and yeah. even, i think i got bit twice other people got bit like um, of course richie richie got bit like, poor richie. he got bit like maybe 30 times on his legs i mean these mosquitoes were relentless oh jeez i think they have like i don't use deep i know a lot of people use deep I'm not a deep guy. I find that I don't know if mosquitoes have like become immune to it or ticks or whatever, but they I find that the deep doesn't work as well. You have to have some really high potent deep for it to work. I find yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. work that great. I find yeah. picaridin. Picaridin is the shit, man. Again, from that I find to be the best stuff out there. It really does help a lot. I mean, I still got malaria, so there's that, but it tends to be. It really is the best stuff. And yeah, people were getting bit, so it was a. I mean, that herping was pretty miserable. We were getting bit like Jesus. crazy, super hot. Um, and we we found three green insulares during the day. That was that picture I took of that of 
it over a mouse hole. Yeah. Just picture that one. Was, and then we found two more that day. Um, during the day, we found that's it. It was pretty much done. So after that, we went to the pool at the hotel. Nice hotel. So we went to the pool, <laughs> stuff like that. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, nice, bro. Real nice. Um, what was cool is we went, I think, we went to a nice restaurant that night and stuff like that. It's because we were going to go herping that night. But you know how it is. You herp during the day. We were at the pool. You had a nice fat meal. You know what I'm saying? You start to feel a little tired. Yeah. So <laughs> half of the group, and then we had do- dove the night before. So half of the group was like, "Yo, we're out. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go look for this thing." Like I'm not going. Of course I'm gonna go. There's no way I'm not gonna go, right? So, which is probably why I got sick in the first place. But anyway, mm. so I'm like, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" And we start looking, and we start looking, and we're searching. For a long time, and you know, I, we don't really find really. I don't think we found any Insularis that night until we found that yellow one. And we were walking back to the road so we can jump back in the in the van to get back to the hotel. And we're walking back. And it's almost like this, um, like banana plantation type of spot. And okay. tons of frogs around, like these bullfrog type type frogs around. And you know, one of the guys is with us. He's like, he kind of points. He thinks he sees something over there. We go over there, and there it was, man. Freaking yellow, big mm. specimen. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Maybe a foot off the ground. Literally, when we got there, striking at a frog underneath it. Oh shit! Can't make it up. Can't make it up. Wow. Can't make it up. At this point, Brian and the rest of the group were like, were like uh, I don't know. They were way behind us. It was, it was me, Richie, and Trev was, was there. And so the rest of the group were way behind us. So I started screaming because you know me. I got super excited. And they all come running. They're like, holy shit, no way. Wow. What That's a cool thing. Yeah. I think I'll tell you man, that's the equivalent of finding a canary chondro. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> right. Like a copial yellow chondro. That's what that's the equivalent of finding, right? Um and who knows, man. I don't know what the gen eggs behind those are particularly. Um I didn't quite get too much information on that. Um mm-hmm. whether it's hypomelanism or whether it's some other Gene or of what kind? I'm not sure, because even their eyes, it almost looks albino, except for the fact that its eyes are black, right? Mm. Yeah, right. And if you look at it, even even regular Insularis's eyes are red or a reddish tone. This right. one is black eyes. Like it's kind of strange. It's all yellow with black eyes. It has a little bit of faint. If you can see the pictures, you'll see on the nose, especially on the picture where you can see the underside of it. You can see a Looks little, like bit, a little of bit of green on the face. Yeah. Just a little, I see what like you're a little hint about. of it. Yeah, just a little hint of like green on the face. Huh. That's it, man. The rest of it is just that that canary yellow. And you're like, what is like what's the genetics behind this? Is it hypomelanism? Is it just lacking blue pigment? But that doesn't really make much sense because it has black eyes. Like what's really going on here? Is it some kind of leucistic? It can't be really. So like what's what's going on? What's the what's the genetics behind it? I'm not quite sure. I'm sure somebody knows, but me personally, huh. I couldn't put my head around that one. The 
you know, looking at the the Izanic, the blue ones, that's easy. That's easy to see. Right? You can figure right. that out pretty easy. But the yellow one was just kind of threw me for a loop. I mean, what's going on there? It's a crazy snake. Crazy. Now snake. I'm not too familiar with them, snake. but did did they do yep, ontogenic color change? No, they don't. No. They don't. Okay. Okay. No, they do not. Sorry. You were going to say that poor snake. I cut you off. Sorry. Go ahead. Not like, not like a chondro or anything. I'm sure they do some kind of – I'm sure color changes somehow, but not like you look at it like, uh, like a chondro or something. Not, you know, so significant. It's not like going right. from red to, to green or whatever. But, gotcha. Um, yeah, that's a cool snake, man. That is a cool snake. And the poor thing was riddled with parasites. It was probably the worst in the worst shape of any of the snakes we found. Because no. it's just parasites. And it was, it's obvious because, I mean, the thing was trying to eat a frog the, the, at the moment we found it. So, obviously, that's what it's eating. So, these bullfrogs are just pathogens for these parasites. And so, especially on this lower half where, it would, you know, where its digestive system was, you can definitely tell that those hookworms or whatever have burrowed out of its digestive tract and it's living underneath the skin. It's disgusting. Ah, gross. Thing was, maybe, <laughs> like, we, we don't ah. think that snake probably is going to last too much longer. Right. With the amount of parasite load it had, you know, it had lived, a pre- I mean, it was a pretty good size. I had lived quite a few years, probably had reproduced already. And so, you know, with a parasite load like that, I don't see it living too much longer. Right. Had a couple of parasites on its neck as well. You can see it in the picture. Damn. Yeah, I think it was pretty, pretty jacked up when it comes to that. So. Yeah. Wow. In a few months or maybe even a year from now, it's going to be one less yellow one. So good luck, people. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> good luck because, uh, uh, my goodness, you know, that thing was that thing was pretty, man. That thing was a pretty snake. Yeah, that is nice. And that's man. it, man. The day, the day, you know, the day after we went back to – we found everything. This, this, you know, that was, that was everything. There wasn't really much – every target we found. So, you know, everything else after that was was just bonus, and we went back to Bali for for the last few days. Got to release that king cobra, which is great. Yeah. Um, got to do a little more herping um, on in Bali, and then you know that's when you see the picture of the mangrove. That's when we were able we found yes. that, which is really nice. That's a gorgeous that, animal too. <laughs> I, that reminds me of my dad. He had those when I was younger, and I always loved them, yeah. man. Dude, they're on yeah, my list. Nice. It's just I'm too much of a sis to pull the trigger. Like you know, they're on my list. They're uh, Are they... you know they're. It's hard to it's hard to deny how beautiful that snake is. It's it's one of the most yeah. beautiful snakes in the world for sure. It's, it's up there. Oh yeah. The whole genus is amazing, but you know that that snake in particular is just crazy. It's they're not here's here's the unfortunate. I mean, the unfortunate part is they're not native to Bali. Oh. Um, okay. So they're uh, they're in or not they're an invasive pretty much. So they there's a population of them that now live in Bali. You get both the yellow ones like that, and you also get the white ones. So it's white and black. It's pretty cool. Huh. I like the white ones. Um, yeah. So again, azanic, non azanic. Is that what we're looking at? Probably. Mm, so yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so you do get the yellow and the white ones. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see a mangrove so bad. And they're like, dude, there's not even native here. I'm like, I don't care. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
could give a damn. They're it's here. Like, I don't give a Ever- damn. It's like if I go to the Everglades, I'm not going to want to see a berm. <laughs> true story. That yeah. is true, yeah. You're crazy. That's the first thing I want to see is a berm. <laughs> Come on, man. Right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we found it. We found it in rice paddy fields, like usual, and actually, we found it with a frog in its mouth. <laughs> no shit. Mid meal. Yeah, and it. Wow. And of course, you know, while we were trying to subdue the thing, it spat it out. We we're like, oh, poor guy. You <laughs> <We> ruined its <laughs> night. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Frog died. Wow. Yeah, but you know, supposedly, supposedly they have pretty nasty attitudes, but that one was like. Super chill, like super. Didn't even threat display. Didn't like give me no attitude. It was it was actually quite, quite a nice snake so, to handle. Which is the only reason why I took a picture of it like two inches away from my face. You know, <laughs> you got it right in there. Yeah. That's my profile. That's my profile pic now. But you know, that's that's the only reason why. But because it was actually quite cool. But uh, that's, Dude, a, that's a nice snake. Some place around here had babies over the summer last year. And I mm-hmm. was so freaking tempted to, because they were, I, I don't know if you want to call them captive born or bred or if they were captive hatched. I don't really freaking know, but they were like the little ones. And I'm like, oh, that's the way to do it is get them tiny. And I was so tempted, but uh, mm-hmm. Australia calls. So, you know. That's right. To, that's right. That's no, right. No. Yeah. They, uh, those mangroves, I'm going to tell you, man, they, uh, they, that's one, that's a snake I wouldn't mind keeping for sure. See, so. yeah. That's a nice one. That's a pretty snake. That's cool. So where's the next trip? I was about to say, what's next? Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Well, they haven't announced it yet, so. Oh, I got you. Okay. I'm gonna get one of those nasty, nasty. Nasty, uh, no, not nasty, never nasty, maybe. But I might get a message tomorrow, like, yo, bro, what the? I got nobody's supposed to know about it. I guess we get, um, but you know what? Screw it. So it begins with B and ends in O. That's all I want to say. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, you can figure it out. You can't, Matt, you better get on that. (laughs) Oh, Matt, you better get on that. Oh, shit. That's it. That's it. Oh, dude, he wants to go there so bad. Oh he man. All he talks about. Oh, he'd hate oh, you wow. forever. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna get such a nasty. I'm gonna get such an. I'm gonna get a message tomorrow, guaranteed. I'm guaranteed, sorry. we get a message tomorrow. Yeah, well, you can, t- tell them we forced it out of you. I mean, like, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to put you on the spot like that. I just. I just figured that you know. We wanted I know, to know how addicting this is, man. I know it's so addictive. Yeah. Oh, and you have no idea, man. You, Stop it! You Stop just saying don't that. understand. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You're gonna be like, I gotta see the world, man. It's, it's uh, so. I can't right. express. I, I can't express I to people. You know, like Zach saying, it was like uh, you know this experience, and you know it, it it moves you emotionally and whatever. It's like when when I was. Dude, like when you, for me, like when I'm going in Australia, it's kind of like what you were talking about with Komodo. You're like, you're watching these shows when you're a kid and you're like, oh, I'll never see that. I'll never do that. I'll never be in that spot. I'll never see, you know, this. And then, and then you're there and then you see it and you're like, 
I can't believe I'm fucking here. I, I can't believe this is real. You know, uh, it's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah, I mean, who knows? There might be a trip between now and that next trip, too. So things in the works I'm working on. We'll see what's going on. But, okay. You know. Cool, man. It's it's uh it's it's one of those things that's like never ending, man. You know, you just gotta you gotta like when's the next one? I don't feel normal unless I have a plane ticket purchased now. So yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, we're we're I, going I, I to Darwin, but we're we're already thinking about our trip in March going back to Cannes. You know, <laughs> like we're already like, oh yeah, we're gonna be going back in March. You know. Dude, man, what are you going to do, do twice a year, Eric? What's up, man? I you think lost so. his mind. Yeah. I think so, man. There's <sighs> so much to see in Australia. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, dude, uh, oh, man. So, like, your your um, yellow Insularis is going to be the equivalent if, if we find an Owen Pelly Python, Owen. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would... I want to go that far, man. I think if you find an open house, oh, no, 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 no. I think if you find an open If you take the cake, man, nothing I see is going to last. That'd be crazy. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That know. would be sick. We got Rob Stone. He's pretty much like your guy. Uh, what was his name again? Um, uh, Aji. Aji, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's... That's that's Rob Stone. He's just driving down the road, and he's like, "Look, a snake!" I'm like, "Dude, we're going 20 miles an hour. How the hell did you see that snake on a stick in a bush?" <laughs> like, I I don't know. It's crazy. He's but, good. He's got the eye. Some people got yeah, the he, eye, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got the eye for sure. You can train it. You could definitely train it, but you know, some people got that eye that that uh, you know, I don't know. Have you been getting better at that with all these trips? Of like where to look and yeah yeah I think so I think um, yeah you know it's two schools of thought right is it mm-hmm. cover ground or you look more thoroughly and what I found what I found for sure is um, when we find more snakes when we find more animals is usually when we're covering more ground mm-hmm. so right so there's that. No, I'm I'm a I like to look, so I'm really I'm looking under every branch and tree and every, but you know I think at a certain a certain point, from my experience it seems that we always find more when we're when we cover more ground. So right, gotcha. Just be ahead of just be be ahead of the group. Usually the ones who find stuff are the ones who are ahead of the group. It's pretty much just the the truth of it. Because you're going right. to find that bright blue snake in the bush. You're going to find it. You're going to see it. Um, so, you know, you're going to find that yellow and black snake with the frog in his mouth swimming across the canal. You're going to see it. You're not going to not see it. Right. you got to be, hmm. <laughs> you know, so you just got to make sure you're, you're, you're covering enough ground so you have a chance to see it. That's pretty much right. what, what I would say. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's yeah, man. I'm excited about that trip to the uh, Northern Territory, man. It's pretty. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I can't wait. We'll be here before we know it. Yeah, we'll, I'll be sending we'll you pictures of. The, you know, 
we'll see if there's a show when we return. I mean, a week of Eric and me together in the bush. I mean, <laughs> one of us might not come back, you know. Uh, I'll, I'm yeah, fine with staying there. You can keep going. Oh, okay. Tell Dory right. if she wants to pack the dogs and come on down, then, you know, so be it. But <laughs> they, they'll have to go through, like, a, what, a yeah. two-month-long quarantine. Yeah. yeah. But no whatever. Doubt. Cool, man. What, All right. Every time I'm what? Every time I've done one of these trips, like the last mm. day, I'm like, could I just stay another week? Like, how is it possible? <laughs> Can I? How much would it cost just to like switch my plane ticket? Do I have enough clothes? Right. Who's like, watching the dog? Yeah. Time. How close is you know? <laughs> like you're like, <laughs> like, wait a minute, is it like when I was in Komodo, I was like, isn't Australia right over there? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's tiny tired. plane ride. And you see, like yep. flights to Sydney, and, and and you know what I mean, right out of Bali, and uh-huh. you're like, mm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And, and and Owen's gonna find this out real quick. The world's way bigger than you ever imagined. <laughs> like I say, it's way more accessible than you ever imagined. When you realize you can literally jump on a plane and be anywhere you want to be in this world. Somehow you start to want to do that. Well, the furthest I've been is Anchorage. So I have gone there. That's far, man. That's yeah. far. That's far. So how, how and Alaska was trippy. Yeah, how long is the flight to, to Australia for you guys? Uh, I want to say it's, it's 18 hours total. Yeah, and it's weird because we bad. leave, we leave Philly bad. at 5 and then to L.A., and then LA to uh, Brisbane, and then Brisbane to Darwin. Uh, Darwin. Yep. Yep. Yeah. See, so you guys are going. Yeah. So I went. I went to pretty much the same part of the world, but I went the dumb way. I went the other way. Because <laughs> 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 I had to make a pit stop in Amsterdam. Apparently, you know what I mean. I went so, left. Uh, <laughs> I should have gone right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hey man, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So and we pick right. up Rob and Keith in LA. So yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, that works out perfect because they're mm-hmm. they're yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah. nice, man. Four four guys. Yep, four guys. Yep. <clears throat> perfect. It's gonna be a stinky stinky car. All right. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you, you overlook that you know, when you're you start to herper, see. You uh, know that herper smell that you get? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I will, uh, it will probably be there. It's, you'll that always have odor. that smell. Yeah. It'll smell like nothing odor, else. You can only can that, <laughs> let me tell you. God. Bahati right there. <laughs> the thing I'm actually uh, excited about with Dar- Darwin is the – I'm I'm hoping yeah. that the, the saltwater crocs are, are – Yes. Those huge saltwater crocs, that. you know. Yeah, I did see yeah, them in Queensland, but they're not as big, I don't think. But but you did see them. That's what's up. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, we saw a bunch of them actually. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny you say that because we when we were when we were docked in in Rincha, right? We're docked there, and we just finished that hike, and so we're freaking hot as hell. So we're like, well, we could just jump in this water right here, and then Audrey <laughs> goes, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> This is a saltwater oh. croc habitat. I'm like, oh. He's like, yeah, we yeah, found, yeah, we one. have seen, 
I was like, hmm. And then we see the sign that says Crocodile. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> it's going to end badly. I think a few people <laughs> jumped in, but they didn't really swim much. They just kind of jumped in, got wet, and jumped out. But Jumped out? No. Yeah. Yeah. I still wouldn't even do that. No. <laughs> Somebody fill up a cup, I'll pull it over my head. But, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool, man. So I'm going to see you guys well, in a few days, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, man. how much chicken do you got ready? Oh, I mean, oh, mojito quick, chicken. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> good. Uh-oh. So I actually made a batch tonight so I can have okay. some for myself oh, for this week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because what ends up happening is I make all this chicken and I don't eat none of it. It's, right. Because <laughs> it's all gone by the time because, you're done cooking. Yeah. So I think I'm bringing 30 pounds, I think, is what I Damn, dude. planned. Okay. It was Twenty pounds last year, and by six o'clock it was gone. So I figured, like, you know, maybe I'll do another ten pounds on top of that because apparently you guys eat it anyway. So I might as well, I might as well bring it. Dude, it's it's the best chicken ever. Like, we're just gonna keep coming to carpet pets for the first time. This is legendary chicken. I mean, yeah, know, God, so good. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll yeah. be, I'll be chained. I'll be chained to the grill for the first three hours, so it, anybody it, wants to talk about If you will about, notice, about anything, you know, that's where I'll be. Uh, I'll be I'll fair. be drinking and hovering. Whenever I see Zach is cooking, I'll be drinking and hovering near the grill, and I'll be like there to pounce <laughs> on it, like yeah, it right when it's done. Crowd around me at some point. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> like that Komodo that was yep. tracking him. That's what I'll I'll just be circling yeah. back the entire time. You know. <laughs> No. It was like last year, Nick, and Nick was just standing there. And it was like, yo, is that piece ready? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Nick, he's going to get out of here. <laughs> Son yeah, of a bitch. Like, man, take it. Just get the hell out of here. Salmonella is a thing, dude. Shit. Just got to cook nice. it. Nice. You know, it's like, man, I know you work out, but my goodness, get out of here. <laughs> I need protein. So, so, so here's, some, here's some little information I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out there. So we'll put it out there. Okay. There's a certain somebody that's actually going to be in the States this weekend. And I fucking told him. I, you can only imagine who that could be. I freaking told him, if you don't show up to Carpenter, I'm going to kill him. So I'm going to tell you right now, my goal is to bring a little special guest to Carpenter. The Viking? <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> now, wait a minute. He's going to get mad now because I put it out there because he's not sure he can do it. But uh, oh, he no. better make sure he can do it. Oh, he better now. You know what I mean? I mean, are you uh, kidding me? Uh, dude's going to be, gonna be in, not only is he going to be in the States, but he's going to be like a state away. How are you not going to show what up? What the hell, dude? Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah, he uh, has to come now. No uh, pressure. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? No pressure at all, but if you want to bomb his like inbox right now, <laughs> it's, up to you guys. Done. it's up to you guys. I put it out there. I told the man I'd pick him up at the train station, whatever I need to do. I'm sure we can get somebody to pick him up if we need to. Hell yeah. I mean, I'll go pick him up we, if I have to. Are we, da- are we dancing around the fact that we're not even going to say his name and say that Casper needs no, to get no, his no, ass? No, no, we're not going to say thing. his name. I'm not going oh, to throw him out I, there that yeah. hard. Throw, <sighs> I should, but I'm not going to. Okay, well, so we what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it out there. Either the man's going to show up or the man's not going to show up. All right. But we all, all right. know who we're talking about. So we all there's know some who pressure out there. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I know. What are, the, what are the odds? I said, dude, what? Is, what, what? Yeah, dude. You're going to be what? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh-huh. Just so I people, may be there with devoted. or without a special guest, but either way, I'll all be right. there. Okay. Right. Awesome. All right. Eric will yeah, be there man. too. He lives there. 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm if I'm still allowed to live here after the event, I don't know. <laughs> we we really need to find we really need to find another yeah. place to host. <laughs> right. um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Nah, it's all good. That, cool, man. That campground idea is getting better and better, man. Tell it me. is. It is. We're getting there. So. All right, guys. Yeah, I yeah. will see you in a few days, man. All right, yeah, man. dude. We'll catch you As then. always, thanks for coming on and uh, sharing your uh, herping adventures look, with us. We look forward awesome. to the next adventure report from you. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome, man. Cool. All right, guys. All right. Have a good one, all right? Uh, you dude, too. See you, see you Saturday. All right, later. Yep. Dude, how cool is for that? For our 400th episode, that was a good one. You know? Yeah, man. I like herping that. Yeah, herping I, I, Indonesia. Indonesia. If they if yeah. they go if they go to what Zach mentioned and Matt isn't there, I mean, uh. dude, I, I'm I'm gonna message him right now so that when he wakes up tomorrow morning, like as we talk right now, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna message him. Right Where's now. our message at? Right, as go ahead, you know, feel free to talk so I can. Okay. Anyway, um, just so quick repeat for everybody, Saturday. Three o'clock, Pennsylvania, Warminster. Uh, it is Carpet Fest for the Northeast. So, uh, if you need any directions, any addresses, uh, things like that, please reach out to myself or Eric. Uh, we'll give you all the info you need. Any hotels in the area, um, you can just do a quick Google search of hotels near Warminster or Willow Grove or Hatboro. A bunch of them will pop up. There's a bunch of different options uh, with a bunch of different prices on there. Um, if you need any help with anything, please let us know if you are bringing food and need something like the grill or the oven. Also let us know, uh, we're pretty much stocked up here, dude. We are going to have a ton of people and there's going to be a ton of food and a ton of drinks. So great time, man. Pretty much. I'm going to throw this out there at this point. If you have not contacted us and you are coming, you can bring whatever your little heart desires because at this point we've got every yeah. base pretty much freaking covered. So yeah. um I think the only well, thing I need is whipped cream. So somebody's gotta bring some whipped cream. Somebody goddamn it bring whipped cream. Pies. <laughs> um I Dude, mean, his pies are the best. I know. Okay. <laughs> we, gotta bring, we gotta bring a bunch of freaking uh ice and stuff too, I guess, or we'll just grab a bunch of bags. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, no. Anyway. Um that's it, dude. So it's going to be a badass Epic. time. I'm I'm getting the auction going. Uh, like we said before, it was going to be a raffle. That's not true. Um, it's going to be a silent auction. So you'll go in, and they'll have every item uh, will be there with a place tag that you can put your bid down, and the winner at the end of the night uh, will announce it, and you'll have to pay the bid. So uh, we'll do it that way. Um It'll be pretty much self-explanatory. I believe in all of you, um, and hopefully it doesn't get too screwy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But we'll do that. We'll see how that goes this year. Um, On that, man, it's going to be a good time. If you're on the fence still, please don't be. It will be a hell of a time, and uh, I promise you won't regret it. So definitely come out and join us. And, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm going to have a – I got one of those – you know how, like, uh, when you have uh, vote for whoever – and you put it yeah. on your lawn. So I have a carpet fest sign <laughs> that'll be out there on the lawn. 
Can so we just, just keep it find... there all the time now? <laughs> yeah, I guess we could. Forever? Home of the Carpet yeah. Fest, the OG, the real deal. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, well, we we will not raise tons of money, but we will raise your spirits with a, a great, great time. A hundred percent. I guarantee I, I... this will be the best. Uh, get yourself from behind the goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yourself yeah. from behind the frigging keyboard and get to meet people face to face. We got some an awesome group of people, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. So right, and a lot I of people wait. that have been former guests of the show. A lot of people if, that if you are in the Northeast and you are interested in carpet python, these are the people you want to talk to. I mean, it, Jason Balin is talking about finally gracing his house with your <laughs> gracing your house with his presence i mean you know oh, how so. can i be so worthy oh, i don't know huh? we may have to throw roses at his feet this when is he dreaming. walks in <laughs> it's oh my oh, goodness yeah. uh, i swear to god if we all of a sudden change venues and then like he doesn't show up but then we go back to your place for whatever reason and he shows up i won't talk to him pissed. anymore <laughs> He could take his tigers and shove them up his ass. Asshole. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously, though. So it's no. it's going to be great. Dude, I, I was talking to Howard yesterday. He's ordering all, He ordered all the crawfish. He's got to pick them up on his way up. It, yep. It's, it's going to be tons, dude. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So next week, yeah, we're going to be talking about, uh, yeah, Carpet Fest. So (laughs) we're going to be telling you uh, all the uh, what happened, (laughs) what happened, and and all that kind of stuff. Who lived? Who didn't? Um, You know. And uh, uh, I I was talking to Ari today, um, and I'm like, because he donated a shirt and some stickers, I'm like, I'll let you know who won on Sunday when I'm sober enough to function. He goes, Okay. I'm like, Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see. So, yeah. Cool. All right, dude. Run it down. All right, man. Uh, see you in a couple of days. <laughs> well, yeah. you, we have to do the whole rundown thing. Jesus Christ. Close the show. Oh, we're running it down? Oh, Jesus. Yes. I forgot. All right. So uh, next week, obviously. Only 400 like we said, episodes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Jesus all right. Christ. I'm getting all crazy. Post Carpet Fest. Uh, so tune in for that. Um, and Morelia Python Radio, uh, net is. It's eventually going to be .com and .net, but right now .net is where you can go, and uh, we have to show, uh, give a shout out to our good friend Keith McPeak, because now yep. we're going to try to do blogs uh, on a routine basis, uh, and he's one of them. You know, Riley's involved, I'm involved, you're involved, but uh, I got the first one up there. So if you go to MoreliaPythonRadio.net, you'll be able to see. Obviously, I'm working on that site, but that will give you an idea of. Uh, you know, the new, the new website and whatnot. So eventually everything that was on the old will switch over. And, uh, if you want to get in touch, so I will throw this out there. Like, uh, I'm working on the morph page. Um, so if you do have a picture of some kind of crazy morph, or, um, if you know, like, uh, if you want us to use it on the website, obviously we'll give you, uh, you know, credit uh, photo credit and all that stuff yeah um but just uh send me a message either on facebook or send it over uh to info at morelipythonradio.com and uh yeah it's just a way to 
to sort of put them all in one spot. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to hopefully maybe every other, every couple of weeks we'll have a new blog out and uh, Keith, man, he fucking rocks when it comes to, uh, yeah, he does. to writing. So uh, yeah, the, the new one is code of ethics as reptile keepers. It's good stuff. So go check it out. Uh, as far as myself, um, EB Morelia and uh, yeah, you know, all the usual spots, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, yeah, dot com. That's all cool. I got. All right. So for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com, check out stuff there. You can look up rogue reptiles on facebook.com, and you look up rogue underscore reptiles on Instagram. Check out all that stuff. Uh, I will not be at Hamburg on the 8th because I will be at Carpet Fest. So. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <So> <laughs> So uh, we hope to see a, as many people as we can at Carpet Fest on Saturday. And we will say thank you all for listening. And we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Morelia.